evening. Mike, how are you this evening? I'm absolutely wonderful, mate. Sitting down in the cage, I've got the air conditioning on. I've got news dot com open and coming. I'm watching the waveforms. I've good. got a picture of well, I've got a yeah, I've got a picture of Billy Joel to stare at for the whole show now. I, pre- I prefer the girl in the red underwear from last week, well, but Billy have, Joel. You'll have to have Billy Joel. It should actually be showing just a picture of um of our logo there at the moment. But anyway. Well, it, it should be, but you're the tech guy. You've only got yeah. one. Jo- <clears throat> You know? That's it. I've only got one job. One job. That's right. And I'm stuck with Billy Joel, mate. One job trying to look after you. <laughs> and if people could understand what a job that was. Well, I'll tell you what, mate. It's a massive job. Hey, uh, Renko, mate. Renko, the fabulous sponsors of Truck Alive magazine and this show. Yeah. If you've had an upside down and over the top, a blow up, or you just need something to uh, help you get through the busy patch, take advantage of that great opportunity. Where do you go, mate? You go to www.rentco.com. Or you can ring up 1300 736 826. Yep. And Every capital city in Australia. Yeah. Yep. They do have. And yeah. Big. Um, Big machinery of any of any type, you know, like I think. Um, yeah. Big and small, we love them all. Trucks, you know, trails, taut liners, skulls, whatever even, you need. Yeah. You know, they've even got some electric yard tugs, you know. Electric ones, are they? They are, the Turbergs, mate. Fully electric terminal tractors, they are. Yeah, right. Well, they've got they got, a, they got a, even got twelve of them, which is pretty handy for you. Sometimes you might um, might need that to. Uh, you know, get yourself through a busy period or whether you're trying to take on a new venture and you, you don't quite have the right amount of gear or the right gear, you can hire it for a while or long term. It's, good. it's a good way to try out a job, though. I mean, you know, if you if you want to just go on and, and try out an extra bit of work or something like that, see if it's actually going to work for you. Mm. We all know that it's all looks good on paper and things might change when you mm. get to actually do a couple of loads, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. You know? Good way to do it without getting yourself in over your head with a piece of equipment that you get stuck with. Mm, but we do all know too that, you know, from time to time we can have a few mishaps here and there and yep. lose a bit of gear or, or whatever. So it's you good. Forget good. where you parked it. Well, I would imagine these <laughs> days we've all got GPS, eh? You think so? so? I actually see now you get these little ones where you, you tag your push bike. They've been around for a while, but tag your push bikes and your cars. And All right, yeah. Mm. yeah. So at least, you can, tra- at least you can track your car when it's been stolen. Rentco.com.au. Speaking of that, the, the uh, latest edition of Trucking Life is um, yeah. will be hitting the, hitting the mail house, I think. On Monday. Monday. Oh, I thought it was today, but anyway. Okay, have, cool. Well, it could have been yesterday. I'm not sure how, how all that went. But, um, but yeah, so, so they should be getting mailed out. <clears throat> so hopefully everyone yeah. gets them. We, please feel free to contact us if yours doesn't turn up. We do have a few issues with the post. Um, yeah. Sa- sadly, but um, if you get in touch with us, we will send you another one. Or yep. um, if you don't have a subscription, you can buy them from... Some selected BP sites, Archfield, Beresfield, yeah. uh, Eastern Creek, Maroolan, both north and south, Nambucca Heads, uh, Epping in Melbourne, which we'd more commonly know as Cooper Street, and yeah. Townsville. Yeah. Um, also available at the Mort Lake Roadhouse, Cleanings in Perth, and Tatiara Trucks. I know. So if you don't have a subscription, 
Yeah, you can get down to one of those places and you can buy it off the shelf. Got a bloke down crooking me today that's not available at Truck and Nina at the BP. Yeah, right, eh? No, I don't know what we can do about that. Well, we might have to ring our friends at BP, but it may be a different franchise to the ones we're going I don't know. I, I don't know, mate. We'll have, to, we'll have to do some research and sort of find out. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I had to put up with that buddy Nick Copper Donkey photography fella today. He buddy snuck up behind me while I was having a sleep at Mingate last night. Yeah. Yeah, and he, and he buddy woke me up this morning at like 6 o'clock or quarter past 6, sorry. Right. Then he then he stalked me all the way to Maroon and we had to have breakfast and a coffee together. Mm. Yeah. Gave me a calendar. So yeah, he gave gave me a copper donkey calendar. Well, I'm pretty sure he'd be listening tonight then if he was only in uh, Sydney this morning. He's on his way up to Bris Vegas. He's, he's, he should be right. He's going up the coast road. So, you know, try and keep him out. I love Nick. He takes some pretty awesome photos. Mm-hmm. He's got a he's got a photo spread in the magazine that we're about to get. So very very happy with Nick. Yeah, I've no, got a great job. He sends us yeah. a few and a good look at it. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's good no. to have some contributors out there. Um, yeah, well, I say I, I'm only joking when I say he's stalking me. That didn't. Yeah, so like you, that you're actually stalking him? Is that the probably no no we we we've been trying to catch up uh, uh, like for ages, you know. And it's what like, it's like he does his thing and I do my thing and you know you you sort of miss each other by a couple of hours you know mm. and uh, he, he's listening he's laughing he just sent me a text message he's laughing <laughs> um, he, he, uh, he you know you miss each other by a couple of hours mm. here and there you know yeah anyway he was loading in Melbourne yesterday and I was loading in Melbourne. And uh, I thought I was going to be messed around mercilessly, but I managed to get out reasonably well. I only lost half an hour. Well, Nick got out a little bit earlier than he was going to get out. And uh, he, we were talking on the phone. He said, how far are you going? I said, mate, I reckon if I get to Mingay, that'll do me. Mm. Um, that's the rest area just on the south side of the uh, Kulak checking station. That's right. Anyone that doesn't know it. Do you know there's a big pile of dirt there? Is there? The highway and... Uh... Yes, there is. And uh, an actual parking bay? Yeah. Yeah. When, when I built it, I actually tipped a few loads of dirt in that one. Did it. you really? Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's good, for keeping the, it's good for keeping the noise out. I like that. I like that parking bay. Well, it's probably one of those things that in any rest area, whether you're driving a truck or a caravan or whatever they build it for, yeah. you know, a lot of the time there's plenty of dirt that comes out of these these um, constructions. So it is. Yeah. It, it does... Put, puts a bit of a sound deadener in there. They do do it a few places. This one up there near Tari, they built a bit of a, a, a mound in the in the middle of it with a wall, so yep. it does does block out a bit of noise. So yeah. you, know, you know, hats off to the designers. A few of those, it um, works well. I don't yeah. know if Kulak was a, a design thing or they just need to put a pile of dirt somewhere. Had to put a pile of dirt somewhere. But no, it works well. So. I got in there and I, I wake up this morning and I've got a message on me, next message on my phone, and someone's been taking photos of me truck in the dark. Really? It's bloody, bloody neat. Yeah. Taking photos, a photo of me truck in the dark. You got all the lights working though, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. No, well, I didn't have my lights on. I was snoozing, mate. I was checking out the inside of my eyelids. Snoozing? Yeah. Yeah. Then, right. he, then he said, 
And then he said, I've got to, he said, I've got to stay here till quarter to seven. And I, and I woke up at about, I don't know, half past six or something like that and looked in the mirror and there he was. Anyway, we had a bit of a chat. Moseyed on up the road. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. It's good, to, it's good to put a face to a name to a voice, you know. It is I talk times, to yeah. Yep. People on the phone all the time. Yeah. Not, not sure of the who's, who's who. I don't reckon. I don't reckon you'll see a photographer that does a better night shot than mm. Nick. Yeah, he has sent me some absolutely amazing um, night shots taken from out, you know, out in the uh, Nullarbor and that, where the light pollution is very low, and out in Western Queensland and Western New South Wales and that. Absolutely brilliant night shots. Mm. And uh, he likes to play with light too. So if you if anyone wants to go and check him out on Facebook, Copper Donkey Photographer, Copper Donkey Photography, and um, you'll you'll see that there. And of course, he's done a calendar and, and all that sort of thing. He gave me a calendar, some nice shots on the calendar too. Oh, his own calendar for 2024. Yeah. yeah. And it's got 2024 written on it. It does. That's good because I was just reading here a bit earlier that um, some Taylor Swift fans. Right. Are furious. So I'm just going to sleep here. <laughs> so they bought tickets for a 2024 yeah. concert and they're yep. painted with 2023 on them. Oh, no, the world's so coming to an end now. There is cause for outrage there. What I had to laugh at, though, I was reading this. And the, we'll all be killed. And the media outlet that yep. actually put this up yeah. Had spelling mistakes in the article. Oh, so no. It's like, you know, yeah, anyway. So, um, Taylor Swift fans, you know, I don't know what to say there, but maybe get over that and go to the concert and try it. They're going to let you in. What difference does it make? There's, there's, I think there's bigger problems in the world today, and if you've actually can afford a Taylor Swift ticket, then you're probably oh. doing all right. 350 bucks or something, I think, was for the cheapest yeah. ones. Yeah, and then, of course, you've got to try and get into the venue, get accommodation, mm. um, you know. I, uh, I had a laugh. I was reading a thing, oh, it's a couple of weeks ago now, somewhere I can't even remember where I was reading it. But uh, some girl had booked herself an Airbnb to go to a Taylor Swift concert, and she booked the plane tickets and everything to fly, and the course the tickets are a hundred dollars dearer on that day than they are on any other normal day mm. and a couple of days before the concert the airbnb cancelled oh, right lovely and then they relisted the buddy same place for twice as much money a couple of hours later isn't that unbelievable eh how can you get away with that i don't know we yeah we've had a similar experience booking a Got a bit of inside information to where a surf comp was and booked book some motel rooms. Yep. Uh, before anyone else knew the dates. And um, the day the dates were released of the of the surf comp, um, yeah. our, our rooms were cancelled. Okay. Just, yep, gone. Yeah. Bit rude? Oh, it was a little bit rude. Yeah. So, but. Uh, Anyway. How do they get? How can you get away with it? I mean, it's just unethical, isn't it? Oh, well, I think if you always read the fine print, you know, that's what they're allowed to do. And how many times have you clicked OK and never read the fine print? Yeah, well, you know, so 
Anyway. Yeah. Did that of a marriage agreement once. <laughs> oh, you didn't just click that one, though, did you? <laughs> Took a little little bit more thought than that, mate. I don't know. Anyway, we've all been down that path once or twice. So. <laughs> yeah, but I've been stupid enough to go down to the couple of times. Oh, well, you get that. As long as you, as long as you end up with the right one, isn't it? That's a, yeah, no, we've, we've got the right one now. That's a shot. She, she'll drag me around by the ear and tell me to behave myself. Oh, I know. She puts up the ear, so she's a good woman, that one. Yeah, no, hard to find. Hard to find. So we often talk, Mike, on Wednesday nights about, like, you know, truck stops and where you get a feed and things like that. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to hear from people about, you know, where where's their favourite place to go and have a meal? So mm. I've seen a couple of things on Facebook, and there's one that pops up here occasionally that I see, and it's at the Gerogery Hotel. Okay. And they, they seem to be well-known for very big meals, so I think they have a few challenges there, you know, like the big steaks and things like that. So yeah. just just interested, you know, to hear from anybody that, you know, where where's their favourite big meal or, or when they're on the road. And I'm not talking about just, you know, in a truck, but anywhere you might go out for dinner. Um, sometimes when I'm in Brizzy, you know, or not not as recently, but we go to the Breakfast Creek Hotel. Right. So if a few of us got caught up around Pinkin Bar, we might go to the Bricky Creek Hotel and have, um, yeah, terrific meals up there. Yeah. Um, we were up there the other day and went to a. Oh, I can't remember. I'd have to. I'll have to try and Google this while we're on air. But it was a little uh, brewery down near um, on the river in Brisbane, and um, went out for lunch there. Um, it was, yeah, look, it was quite a good feed and, yeah, fantastic sort of place. But nice little things that, yeah, where people can go and spread the word for these businesses that are trying to have a crack this day and age. Right, well, if you want to call in or you want to text in, the number's 0491 825 633. Mm. That's 0491 825 633. Yeah. Um, and we're happy to take a call or whatever. Now tell us uh, one of your favourite places to eat. One of your favourite places. Doesn't matter, doesn't have to be a roadhouse. No. Also interesting, you know, like we talk about travelling around, but, you mm. know, where are the, where's the, where the places that, you know, you went once and you just found it, you know, place you've either got to go back to or, or you've got to recommend it to your friends. Now where did, where's the place you went once and you got a dodgy bell and dis, belly and decide you weren't ever going back there again? Oh, well, hey. <laughs> we, we don't want to talk about those ones. <laughs> mm. All right, fair, fair suck of the sad, mate. There's good and there's bad. There's, uh, there's evil, and, there's evil and, uh, and good at the same, <laughs> you know? So this you know? place we went to the other day was called Brew Dog. Dog, yeah, in Brisbane there, down right on the river there. I don't know. If, I mean, people that in the bulk game will know where QBT are, Queensland Bulk Terminals, or yep. right next to the Gateway Bridge on right. the southern side, but like un- underneath it, nearly. Right, so, eh? Yeah, just uh, I know where that is. Just one of those places that I found quite interesting. Yeah. Probably worth um, one of those small businesses that's having a crack. So. I used to go down just down the road from there to the IOR and get fuel when I was going up that way. Mm-hmm. That's where I used to go and fuel up. That'd be on the other side of the bridge. Yes. Yeah, Pinkin Bar. Mm. That's the one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, one of them good good places to go and have a look. 
but um, yep. yeah. So, talk about the weather a bit, mate. Are you having a hot one there in Sydney? Well, I've got the aircon on. I was reading there yesterday morning. They were talking about a hundred percent humidity in yeah. Sydney. That's that's pretty humid. Well, that's what happens. I mean, you see people getting around with gills now, mate. <laughs> that's that's a lot of humidity in Sydney. A lot of humidity in Sydney. There's yeah. no doubt about that. And you, you no. coped all right, or you're in Melbourne, so? Oh, mate, I, I, I was in Melbourne. I think I, I, um, I was. I have the air conditioner turned on. I can't stand the humidity. Mm. Humidity does me does my head in. I uh, when I was up in Cairns, I used to have a a unit at Yorkie's Knob. Mm. I, when I used to cart cars, when I was an owner driver. And um, you'd, you'd sort of go, and I used to unload at like two o'clock in the morning at uh, at the at the Ford joint there, and um, go home. And uh, you know, you, you'd sort of go in and you'd have a shower, and then you get out of the shower and you'd be sweating while you were drying yourself off. Mm. You know, I just could not cope with it. It was terrible. Yeah, it's certainly and, certainly something that can make your day uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah, the player comfort level gets right out of control. It does, does indeed. You know, you know, I can just imagine it. Just going, well, I don't guards. I mean, I mean, I don't have to imagine it. I've lived it. Mm. But uh, you know, I don't. I don't know why it is, but it seems as though it's just getting worse and worse here in Sydney. Mm. Um, I don't know. Uh, maybe it's climate change, mate. Oh, well, you never know. <laughs> never know. I suppose you've you had they, a fair bit of rain too recently, though, haven't you? We have had a fair bit of rain. Nice I, I reckon, yeah, summer, nothing like well, summer storm to sort of moisten things up a little bit, mm. make the grass grow. My grass is insane. Rose went and took the lawnmower for a bit of a service, and uh, and they put all new filters and and new blades on it and all the rest of it. So it's it's, it's a lot better now. Mm. And uh, you know, it's uh, but the grass just goes two inches a week. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. It's um, up our yard is there. It's a good red red soil there, and we've been hot and humid, and yeah, so certainly had you know beautiful rain, and yeah, it, you can nearly watch it growing. It's, yeah. it's insane. Mind you, there are, that is more interesting than watching some things. Paint dry. Paint well. I yeah. It, I'd rather watch the grass grow than watch the tennis. Mm. About that. See someone got stuck in a Novak there uh, and told him he should get vaccinated. He's sniffing and wiping his nose on his little uh, wrist towel thing. Mm-hmm. And someone yells at him, get vaccinated, mate. It's on the news. Mm, I'm sure he cared. Oh, I don't think he cared. Mm. Yeah. That's uh, uh, what the Aussie opens on. How much, how much longer is that on for, do you know? I don't know, mate. Don't care. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Don't care. It's like. I saw had a buddy ad for AFL football on the day. Like, oh my god! Back already? <laughs> just stop. <laughs> you so know, got, stop. So you got that humidity in Sydney, mm-hmm. and then we've got parts of WA. They're forecasting up to fifty degrees. Yeah, fifty degrees. It gets up to fifty degrees. It gets to fifty degrees in Port Edwin. Mm. I've not, had uh, fifty humid, degrees. Though. It's a dry heat, mate. Different mm. sort of heat altogether. Yeah. Different sort of heat altogether. A bit like being in Burke or somewhere. A bit drier. Yeah, a bit drier. 
Mm. She get out into the middle of the country, mate. The buddy, it's not even game to get humid. <laughs> the, the, the water, the water fries before it gets. Ah, but it is the humidity oh. does certainly makes it uncomfortable. Not, not you know, good for anyone. You know what? I I, I changed six tyres up there on the northern road there one day. Six. Yeah. Just, you know, you love your Makita rattle gun that day. I can tell mm. you. Yeah. yeah, don't yeah. some of them have some guts in them these days? These McKee, the Milwaukee ones, these three yeah, quarter yeah. ones. Geez, they, yeah. they pack a punch, don't they? I meant to say, I meant to say Milwaukee, not Makita. Oh, well, we all knew what you meant. Yeah. $900, $900 it cost you for a three quarter inch Milwaukee rattle gun. Mm. Yep. And I honestly think, now that's, oh, that's by the time you buy yourself the, it's got a case and a couple of batteries and buy yourself the right. Impact wrenches and things like that. Impact, um, you know, the bloody the sockets you might The sockets, that's yeah. the one. Gee, I must be getting Alzheimer's, mate. I tell you. Well, you're not enough, I suppose. Eh? So yeah, you get the, you, you little you get a, a six inch extension and you get your sockets and and all the rest of it. You can buzz those bloody ten stubs off in no time flat. Mm. Best money you'll ever spend. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Particularly if it's fifty yeah. degree day. Best money you'll ever spend. Yeah. But 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 I'm up there, they they're a little bit more up old school up there in the northwest, mate. You pull up on the side of the road and you start changing a tire, and you'll have two blokes pulled up and giving you hand. That's right, and that's that's a big, you know? big help these days, isn't it? You you used to get that all the time. Yeah. So you know, and and like working working for Campbell's as I was at the time, we only carried two two spares on each. On each truck, so, so someone to come along. Well, they had that you have that many quads running up and down, you know. Mm. But um, everyone, pretty much everyone's got a rattle gun, right? Yeah. And you know, if you need a, if you need a couple of tires or something like that, um, you you get on the UHF and you'll you have a yell out, and someone's you know someone will bring you a couple of tires. Mm. Or, or you, yeah, you, know, you ring up, ring up operations if you've got phone service, and and they'll, buddy, let someone know with a message on the MT data. Mm. So you know you're at such and such a place, you know. Mm. But um, yeah, these people will stop and they would stop and give you a hand anyway, even if you were just changing one. You know? Yeah, so, that's it. You can have it done in ten minutes. It's got a text there from um, from Nick. Yep. After a few beers at Brewdog, and it's a picture of the, of the bridge. Oh, right, eh? Good picture of the bridge, too, your team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he does all right. Copper Donkey Photo, that's what he is on Facebook, if anyone wants to know. Mm, yeah. yeah. Get on it. Have a look. Well, the other thing is, I come across there a bit earlier in a week. It was an auction, and they had arcade games. Right, eh? So you remember the old arcades, you know, and you go there with a pocket full of 20-cent pieces. Yeah. Go and play the, the video games and yeah. things like that. Um, they'll Pac-Man. They'll pinball Galaxian. machines, eh? Yeah, yeah, pinballs. But, uh, yeah, they had all these computer ones they, yeah, had up for auction. Some right, of them, eh? Like five or six hundred bucks, which I thought was pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, would know. be if they're working. Well, it would be, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
but yeah, uh, no, it'd be all right if they're working. Didn't didn't get to that far into to, to see whether they were actually all working or not. But yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind a couple. That'd be all right. Having a shed, yeah, something for the salt air to get into. Yeah, no, why not? Destroy the circuit boards in them. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of, they, they can be a lot of fun. They might. My, my next door neighbour's got a car racing one. Yeah, right. Like if you have the video game, you sit in the seat and. Yeah, you can go nuts and drive the bloody car around the track. Mm. Yeah, right. A lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. So what was your favourite? Well, I, I like Def- a thing called Defender, but I like Galaxian as well. Mm. Uh, Defender was the one where the missiles would come down and they'd try and blow your three cities up. Yeah. And you had to sort of, you know, you had a track ball and you were sort of you know, running up and fire a missile up and try and blow the... You know, fire a laser beam or whatever it was up and and um, try and blow the missiles up as they were coming in, defend your cities. Mm-hmm. And you did that and it got harder and harder. It got, they got faster and faster and faster and harder and harder and harder. Yeah. Um, did you get all the it, top scores in the video arcade? I, 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 well, I, I did get good scores with that. But then again, I had a, you know, the hand-eye coordination at the time and the you know, being able to lead a target and know where it was going to be and all that sort of thing. Sort of. So you say at the time. At the time. You sort of tend to lose that a bit over time, don't I you? Don't, well, I don't know how I'd go on it now. The, probably probably get about five minutes into the game and realise the old arthritis starts taking over a bit. and Have a bloody headache. <laughs> yeah. It'd be all right if you could do it with a mouse, but it was like they used to have a big, like, route, like a, a about the size of a tennis ball, a track ball in it. Mm, well, and you had a couple of joystick. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I didn't want no, to Space Invaders. Spa- I, look, Space Invaders was all right, but they used to sort of, that would just get quicker and quicker and quicker as well. Yeah. Might have, been, yeah. might have been a bit too generic for you, was it, Space Invaders? No, well, no, no. Yeah. No, you've got to bear in mind that I was I was late into my teenage years when these things happened, mate. Mm. It wasn't like, for you, it was like I'm, oh, I'm, as, old as, dirt, I'm as old as dirt now, I fart dust. I was only a wee tucker. You were only a wee tucker? Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, we like had, I was, we had to I was in the... my mid Sorry? We had to go to the pinball parlours and, and um, yeah, make sure to pick a time when the older kids weren't there so we could have a go. So you wouldn't get hassled? Yeah, beaten up, whatever. Yeah, yep, yep. So, but no, there's a few, there's even a few restaurants, I think, that had them keep, like, you know, fast food ones that had those, um, the sit down ones. They, they, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's funny what sort of becomes popular, isn't it? Yeah. I would love to go to a, like a diner. Where you would have a row of pinball machines, you know, like proper pinball machines, mm. and you, you know you could buy that you know, that that sort of a, a, a an atmosphere. Mm. You know that would be that would be good. I would enjoy that. Mm. Would take me right back to my youth. Yeah, um, but I don't think there is a place like that in Australia. Probably not. Maybe maybe that's something you can do, mate. No, no, no. <laughs> much, anyway, much to do now. We might, we might go to a song here. I might find something here. We might, might take you what back have, to your youth a little bit. What have you found? A little bit of Space Invaders. How about that? <laughs> do you remember that? <laughs> Fair Fair right we'll be right Fair back, everybody. Enjoy this. Right one. Space Invaders. Space Invaders. Layer one.
Well, there you go, Mike. Space Invaders, eh? Space Invaders. Was a number one hit at some point. Was it? Yeah. Yep. That doesn't surprise me. Ah, well, that's what happened in the in the <clears throat> days, wasn't it? Probably in the yep. late 70s. Yeah. Could have been. When, when you were out there um, in the video arcades. Well, <clears throat> I didn't spend a lot of time in the video arcades. Hmm. Because, uh, yeah, 1978, that was. Space Invaders, Space player one. Invaders, yeah, right. Yeah. 1978, I was uh, year 10 in high school in 1978. Year 10 in 78. Yes, yes, I finished year 10 in 1978. Oh, I finished year 10 yeah. in 1986. You know. Hmm. So there's some other interesting stuff here about the cost of beer, cost of living, blah, blah, blah. The government's going to do something about it. Yeah, of course. Special uh, yeah. energy I'll, packages and... I won't hold my breath. All the sort of stuff there, which I'm pretty sure we're all about, you know, say... Uh, interest rates will probably come down. Right. Uh, tax tax breaks, blah, blah, blah. So it's yeah. interesting to see what happens there. But one of the things that caught my eye, though, was a $14 schooner in Manly. $14. Stein Hotel in Manly. Um, 14 bucks. So believe it or not, in 1970, the cost yeah. of a schooner yeah. was 86 cents. Right. So adjusted to today's thing, uh, today's thing, it's five bucks, five dollars. Right. Yeah. We've been taxed, 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 and more taxed. So they'll talk about the cost of beer, petrol, and cigarettes is all through the roof. All, yep. All because of tax. Well, I did some research. I'm, I'm, I'm doing some research for an article mm-hmm. that I want to write. And it's all to do with with the fuel prices, right? Hmm. Now, bear in mind the number; these numbers are like twenty twenty numbers. Hmm. This is really a Wednesday night conversations, but I mean that this is in the, the height of the COVID insanity, right? Hmm. So there there were nineteen point seven million vehicles registered in Australia. That's every vehicle. That's every vehicle, 19.7 million vehicles, right? Yep. Um, there are, there were, at that time, 104,442 articulated trucks. Mm-hmm. 521,000 rigids. Wow. And 3.4 million light commercials, right? Mm-hmm. Plus another twenty three and a half thousand non freight carrying trucks. So they'd be things like like cement pumps and all yeah. that sort of stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. And we did uh, one on average articulated trucks did one thousand eight hundred and thirty five point seven thousand ton kilometers per vehicle. Yes. Right, that's a lot. That's a big number. It is a big number. But get this, 7.5 billion litres of diesel we consumed. 7.5 billion. Yep, up to the middle of June, middle of, end of June 2020, for the year before, right? 7.5 billion right. litres of fuel. 
Right now, when you consider that the excise on the fuel is 47.7 cents a litre. Mm. That's yeah. three and a half billion dollars. That's right. Just rough just figures. Because that's how we rough talk figures. here in government. Yeah, just rough figures. Three point, yeah. 3.567 billion. Mm. Close enough to 3.557 uh, billion, actually. That's a lot, of, a lot of money to spend on roads, isn't it? And then there's 10% GST on top of that. Mm. Yeah. Don't forget. Yeah. So. That's, um, that's a phenomenal amount of money, isn't it? It's, 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 it's eye-watering. Mm. Yeah. It's absolutely eye-watering. They reckon, they reckon that the, uh, the trucking industry, that's just the diesel consumed by the trucking industry. That's not, that's not over everything. Mm. That's just the diesel that's consumed by the trucking industry. Yeah. So, so you know, you, you've got to wonder why we drive on the dirt tracks we're driving on. Well, if you took into account, you know, there's so many vehicles now, family vehicles now, diesels, like everyone's basically got a Prado or a or something like that these days. So, yep. Yep. you know, they're all using diesel as well. Be interesting to see the figures on that, but... You know, surely that would have to be that'd have to be getting close to ten billion litres a year, wouldn't it, with trucks and cars? And uh, yeah, uh, well, I can I can tell you now that um, fourteen point seven million passenger vehicles, mm. um, which is seventy four percent of the of the, the national fleet. Um, I've got the numbers here for the for the whole lot. It just gets it's it's horribly boring, mm. but you know. I'm I'm just doing it to look at the amount of money we we spend or have spent on you know, in excise and, and ask the question why are we driving on corrugated iron? Mm. You know, yeah. Right. And why why is there um, substandard facilities along the way? And when I say that, too, I'm not just talking about for, for truck drivers. It's for know, everyone, even. Even reasonable spots to pull over for any traveller, yeah. you know. Um, why, why are we having to live like this? But, yeah, well, you know, maybe something everyone can ask their local politician, whether it be federal passenger or state. vehicles. Yeah, passenger vehicles like cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, in total, thirty-three point zero one nine megalitres of fuel. Megalitres, so that's three Mega. three billion. Is it? Is it the same? Thirty three billion. Thirty three. Yeah. So that's more than all the trucks put together. That's right. Thirty three thousand and nineteen megalitres. Oh. Hmm. Uh, Interesting. A mega and, and a megalitre. Just for those who haven't worked it out, a megalitre is a million litres. So that's um. Yeah, right. That's a lot of um, fuel excise. So we, yeah, maybe we should be demanding a little bit better from our road managers on where it is. But I suppose that money doesn't go to our road managers, does it? It sits here to pay for goes to consolidated revenue, so we can give it to the likes of what's his name in the year. Oh, don't start. Oh, don't Saturday. 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 But it, I mean. Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's a few things we probably should be looking after here before we worry about sending it elsewhere. But oh, it would seem, God. though, when road managers are asking for more money, that it 
that should be plausible. But I suppose we've got it with interest rates going up. But we've still got a fair bit in debt, so we've got um, got a fair bit of interest to pay off the national bill as well. But <laughs> someone just sent me a text message seven seven point five million of those liters are wasted climbing in and out of a room. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's probably true. Well, maybe that's something, you know, everyone that uses the road can, yeah, start lobbying a bit harder to, to get some of that spent back on their roads because obviously the revenue is there. Yeah, well, we were driving we were driving up, up the Yam, obviously, on the way back to Sydney this, this morning and it was about 10 o'clock, I'm, I'm, well, I don't know, 10 o'clock is probably wrong. Nick, what time was it? I can't remember. We went past the buddy Yash Service Centre and there was a bloke on, on the UHF on Channel 40 going absolutely off his chops because he couldn't get anything to eat in the restaurant at the Yash Service Centre. Yeah, okay. You know? Is it not open anymore? I haven't been that way. Well, no, the, the, the actual service centre's open. You can buy Maccas or whatever it is they've got there, whatever fast food rubbish they've got there. Mm. Uh, then you can certainly buy your fuel and all that sort of thing, but you can't get a feed in the roadhouse. So you can't like in the restaurant down park. in there anymore? I don't know. No, no, I don't know. what. what mate, I haven't been in there for that long. It doesn't matter. Mm. But, pardon me, that's, uh, that's, one of the, uh, that's one of the roadhouse that's on my shit list. Mm. Um, the, the, um, the cafe apparently was closed. Oh, right, eh? So whether it was because of a staffing issue or whatever, but uh, you, couldn't, you couldn't go in there and buy your bacon and eggs on toast. Yeah, right. It seems to be the most common call these days, isn't it, that they, they can't find staff, so... Yeah, I know, and no. it was on a what a Saturday morning. That's this morning, Saturday morning. Probably yep. getting paid time and a half or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I can't understand the bloody Uncle Leo's at Holbrook, right? Uncle Leo's. The rest, the, at yeah, the, the Holbrook, the Holbrook, Caldex, uh, I believe it is. On the south side, there. The, the on new the side. south side. The new. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've got an Uncle Leo's restaurant in there, right? Is that fairly new? Uh, it's been there for over two years, but it hasn't been open. Yeah, right, because I... Well, all that time. They had the bakery there, which you could get bacon. Yes. And... Well, the bakery's open only for a limited time during the day, mm. but you can't actually buy a feed there. So that right. Uncle Leo's restaurant is, is apparently... Mm. I was talking to... I, I pulled up there because uh, they had to, had to do a, cha a, a changeover with the fella. Yeah. And um, the uh, the actual restaurant part is uh, the Uncle Leo's part's not been open for about two years. Right. Oh. Someone's about seven thirty a.m. It was apparently we were going past the Caldex mm. at uh, the service centre. Yeah. And according uh, to me, mate, Nick. And you weren't getting bacon and eggs. At, um, you, you weren't getting yes. bacon and eggs. Ampole, it would be now, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's a Caltex, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been down that way for a while. Oh, it was not Caltex, but it would have been was a Caltex that got rebranded Ampole, I would have thought. I don't know. Oh. I know it's on my shit list. Well, it hasn't been the best there for a lot of years, but yeah. um, I thought it was still open, but... What was the yeah, cafe well, that was in there? Was it a cooler bar in there for a while, wasn't I it? I think it was, yeah. I think it was, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but I would have thought it was a, an old site that would have been an Ampole one. Went back to Ampole. 
I don't know. But again, haven't been there since. Don't know, don't care. Yeah. So, moving on, but yeah, those good places where you can go and get a feed, obviously, Nick's been to the Big Dog Brewery or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. In Brisbane there, because he sent us some lovely photos of under the bridge there. Yeah. I don't know if that was when he was lying down in the grass to have a sleep after a few beers. I, I, I'd say it looks like it looks a bit that way. Um, yeah, looks a bit that way. But it was um, it was good. Yeah. So where have we, you been? Uh, Mike, where's your favourite place to eat? Well, I uh, my favourite place to eat uh, is uh, Rosie's Roadhouse, actually. <laughs> yeah, right. Good food um, there. I've eaten good food it. at I've eaten good it. food at good good food at Rosie's. Yeah, um, the waitress waitress flirts with me a little bit sometimes, only occasionally, very occasionally. Um, <clears throat> or, you know, gives me a clip under the ear and tells me to get out of the kitchen. Yeah, well, because uh, you don't put everything back in the right spot, though. I probably don't. Mm. And I'm I'm in the road. I, I sort of get in. The, I get in the road mm. sometimes. Pothole. So, yeah, no, well, I don't know if it's more of, I don't know whether I'm a pothole or a speed up. I think I'm probably more of a speed up. <laughs> but, um, you know, there's not a lot of room, not a lot of room in the kitchen of Rosie's Roadhouse. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's a, but it's a good feed, good feed. Yeah. It's my favourite place to eat, honestly. And I'm not even joking when I say that, you know. Mm. I've um, had a couple of meals there. Yeah. I've even had one. <coughs> Prepared by well, the beat was cooked by the part-time chef that works there. Oh, you met him, uh, yeah, big fella, pain in the ass. He's that yeah. bloke. Yeah, he yeah. reckons he yeah. can cook too, but I think it was yeah. just a bit of luck. A bit of luck. It was just luck. It was just blind luck. <laughs> bit of luck on Probably the day. Probably was a bit lucky on the day. Mm. Lock goes yeah. a lot of people around. You know, yeah, gas bag and going on, but yeah, then that yeah. was a good meal. So. Of course, the dogs like to come and help themselves too, which is a bit of a problem. That but, can uh, happen, can it? That can happen. Yes. That can happen. Yeah. Another money missed. $18 stake at the Cold Can Hotel. Yeah, right, eh? The Cold Can Hotel. Cold Can Hotel. Well, $18 stake. It's like a T-bone. At the uh, Cold Can Hotel last night, buddy, fantastic. Cold Can, I got a feeling I've actually stayed there at the Cold Can you Hotel. Man, yeah. yeah. I uh, that looked was... that up, and I'm pretty sure it was a a good feed when I was there. That was a fair yeah. while ago. Someone else has gone Black Mountain on the New England. Dave, how are you, buddy? That Black Mountain. Actually, yeah, I've been there a few times. It's it's pretty yeah. good. Pretty good too. And and the wimpy at Wodonga. The where? Wimpies at Wodonga. Right, eh? Can't say I've been to that one. Can't right. I don't think I've been to Wimpy. I, I I think I've been there I've been there maybe once ages and ages and ages ago. Yeah. Maybe. Right. But um was never a place on my uh, on my on my radar, I like I like the BP at Barnawatha if I'm on the road, mm-hmm. um, and I and I need no one to buy a feed. I'm, I'd probably stop there if I if I uh, was buying a feed. Mm. But I, you know, I, I, honestly, I um, I get 
both do my, most of my stuff in the microwave in the truck. Yeah. But but that's, you know, that's simply because it's just, it just works out better for me that way. Well, um, it's sort of there when you want it, isn't it? Well, that's the thing, you know. And that's not always mm-hmm. achievable when you're relying on, um, on uh, yeah, Roadhouses, because if your hours are a little bit different to most, yep. And, and if you want, if you want your bacon and eggs on toast for brekkie at seven thirty at the Caldex at Jazz, forget it. Yeah, because <laughs> you won't have it. Because so, you won't have it. Apparently. Well, he was going right off his chops. He was. He was. Um, you know, wasn't happy. Well, some people do get a bit upset about the stuff like that, eh? But um, yeah, you know, so Nick and I, uh, Nick and I stopped at the BP at uh, Maroola Northbound. Yeah, because I had to, I had to put a hundred litres of diesel in, or I'd have ended up pushing it, which is never a good look. Yeah, you don't want that. Uh, no, you don't want that. It's much cheaper, much easier, much nicer. I put a hundred litres of diesel, uh-huh. in. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was talking to the fella yesterday about you know like out out west there or north. Yeah. Talking about you know like the Daly Daly Waters Hotel. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we we went there with the kids. A bit of um, they had a bit of entertainment, and you could have a beef and barra night. So they, you know you could either oh, beef no. or barra or both. Um, or both. Or depend. Yeah, depend what you got there. Um, yeah. It, it was great. Great entertainment. I believe yep. they still do the same thing. Entertainment most evenings. I don't know about every night, yep. but. Yeah, great spots to have a look. Um, Barclay Homestead was another one travelling out there on the Barclay Highway. It burnt down a few years ago. Yeah. And they've rebuilt it now, yeah. So it's, you know, a bit of a tourist attraction slash roadhouse slash, yeah, community centre for everybody. Yep. Yeah. But, I'm uh, just answering your old mate Darren Pinsini's buddy messaging me, right? Yeah. Darren, I can't say that, buddy. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My phone's going off its chops. Dear, dear, dear. It's awesome. I, uh, there, there are a lot of nice places. The, the BP at Barnawatha, the girls there do a decent feed. I know that. And, uh, I honestly think that BP in general do roadhouses better than anyone else at the moment. Well, they have been, and I know through what's but it's a BP there, um, Barnwather, isn't it? It's it is, yep, at the Logic Centre. Yeah, their yeah. facilities through COVID were always, you know, clean and tidy, and they were respectful to everyone that used them there as well. That's right, they were. Yeah. One of the better places around, yeah. Unlike unlike other places that I've spent thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah. So, uh, who treated you like crap. Yeah. And it's a bit of a shame that sometimes that people get lobbed under a, a brand and they are, you know, particularly out in the country, a lot of them are um, franchises of those, so they're privately run. So, yep. Yeah, which is a bit of a shame to see how that... Yeah, turns out sometimes, isn't it? It is. Mm. But, it is and is. But you're right about most BPs. They seem to have very clean facilities and 
that I see a few oh. of the new amp holes that have been rebuilt. Uh, yep. I've sort of stepped up a bit. Yep. Um, yeah. So. And I know that the, the parking at the uh, at the Pheasant's Nest, both southbound, is a lot better now. And, I mean, I haven't actually been inside to the roadhouses themselves, mm. but the actual parking and the way they've got things segregated a little bit, trying to separate the trucks from the cars and the caravans and, and, and try and give the truckies a bit of a dedicated area, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and basically try and do a little bit of traffic management. Yeah. That, um, that's worked out pretty well. Mm. Um, I, I do like what they've done there. <clears throat> there we yeah. go. No one else. I was looking at this one, I was saying Colcan, but it was actually Henty. There's a well, it was where? Henty? Henty. There's a pub yeah. there. Actually yeah. stayed at working down that way a bit. And um, yeah. they probably are now more of a B&B. Well, I think they are a B&B more so than a pub these days. But yeah. um, at the back they had a few old um, old com- combine harvesters and that. All right. And there was one there that I actually had from um, – Dad would have had it from his father was a a user manual for one of these combine harvesters that they had there uh, I believe they were horse drawn in their day wow so I actually got that manual and gave it to him down there I didn't because I didn't have a horse drawn combine harvester anymore Um, but this fella had one in his in this little so at the back I think it's now called Trudy's B&B Oh, no. They had a yeah, a little few sheds out the back with a few yeah, bit of um, museum-y style ag ag equipment. Yep. Hmm. So yeah, hint- it's amazing what the amazing what there is floating about in some of these old places, you know, old towns and that. Yeah. Uh, it drive around. I, I I get amazed. I was talking to Nick about it today. That the, like the silo art and that that you see. Mm. You know, getting around like in, drove through Ugara a while ago. Yeah, and and the pictures up on the, like up on the walls of the buildings, you know, mm. that have been the, like murals painted on the walls and things like that. There's a unbelievable. Yeah, well, there's a the lot goes on there. I think there's a a Facebook page on it about silo art. Yeah, and they suggest the tours you can go on, and some of them, are, you know, where they've done them. Like, there's a few. I've taken pictures of the truck sometimes parked at them because obviously as grain carriers you end up at a lot of those places. Yeah. But, you know, like and has has a good one there. Um, the spot to pull over and admire it. Thallon. I think Thallon yep. would have been one of the first ones that started actually. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But great little towns as well to travel to. So yep. if you go and have a look at that, you, put, you know, whether you're probably going to be in a caravan or something, but... You know, you've got plenty of places in those towns to stay, uh, support their local pub. Yeah. Biggest part of the community in some of these places is the is the old local. So yeah, that's one of the things Sorry. you can look at. Solo art. Solo art. Solo art. Yeah. So we might go to another song here, Mike. Right on. A little bit of Uncle Cracker. Oh dear Lord. Right on. Nobody's sad on a Saturday night. I don't know if you know this one at all. No, I don't, but uh-huh. anyway. Anyway, we'll be right back, everybody.
We're back. That was Bloody a bit of um, bit of cracker. cracker. Nobody's sad on a Saturday night, so well, I can say I'm not unhappy, so that's good. Right, I'm not unhappy. Happy enough, poke along here, and and we've also got Nick Nick on the line. So you've been sending us some photos, Nick. Are you happy on a Saturday night? Oh, I'm happy, mate, because I'm uh, heading home, and as you know, it's always good to be home. Have a few days off, and. Sit back and relax, do some mowing and house household uh, work. A few household chores. So you're just heading over the river here, are you, at, at um, Broadwater? 
Yeah, mate, just, just over your shoulder there. Yeah, just out the road a bit, so not long till you get back up to the depot then. And Yeah, it'll be good. I'll be looking forward to it. It's been, uh, been a long week. I went up to um, went up to Townsville, went up the Gregory Development Road up to Mariva in the um, V-Double. Yeah. Load, loaded out of there and back down to Melbourne. So I was, yeah, in the same road down through Charles Towers and... Um, Torrance Creek through Aramac and um, Charleville and down through Burke. Yeah, right. Good, ba- good bakery in Burke. If you ever gone through Burke, good bakery in Burke's well worth a visit. Is that on the north side of town or right in the guts of town? Um, well, as you're heading south, just before you turn left at the intersection, yep. if you look, look to your right, you'll be looking at the bakery. Yeah, okay. Yeah. No, they do a good pie and a good, nice, fresh sandwiches and that sort of thing. Pretty good coffee. Mm. So there's been a bit of, um, or coming up to, a bit more adverse weather up north there in Queensland. I believe there's a few roads shut up that way at the moment. Yeah, I saw right up north there is um, a bridge that's collapsed. I couldn't... Can't remember where it was though. I was trying to pick the road there. I saw that it was um, certainly in North Queensland somewhere by the look of it. But um, yeah, I yeah, I think that think it might be up near Georgetown or something. I think it was saying, yeah, right up near the Cape there. So well, oh, not only that it was cut off, and it, they were saying five, five to seven days, I think, before they will look at reopening that. So, but George Georgetown's sort of what's it? It's between. Um, Undara and yeah, um, yeah. It's the uh, the Ralph Creek Bridge has received extensive damage and is not passable. And if you see a photo of it, you can yeah definitely not drive over that bridge at the moment. At the moment, it's uh, totally collapsed, and um, so you can't get to Georgetown in between Cairns, Cairns to Corumba Road. Right, eh? Cairns to Corumba. Mm. I might be thinking of different George there. Maybe there's two. <laughs> well, I actually got that. Speaking of places to go and eat, because I pulled up at the Blue Water Springs Roadhouse on the uh, Gregory Development Road. And yeah, it's a nice, good tucker in there and nice, friendly people. Yeah. Where yeah some of those old roadhouses are pretty good, aren't they? Um, I put it on the uh, driver's lounge. Um, yeah, I, I, think I, a, I think I shared a photo. And, um, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. It's, um, but it's up. It's about an hour, just over an hour north of uh, Charter Stowers. Right, eh? Mm. Yeah. So didn't have time to pull up there on the way up, but I um, definitely made time on the way back to stop there and have a bite to eat. Yeah. So, yep. so that Georgetown is, it's one that's probably halfway between Cairns and or Mariva and, and Corumba. Um, but that river you were talking about, that bridge, so that's right as you're coming into Georgetown then, which is famous, famous for these sandwiches from the butcher shop there. Yeah, right. Hmm. If you've never been up that way. 
go there? No, I haven't. I haven't been up that far. Yeah, I was. Uh, I used to um, a few years ago in a former former trucking life. I used to go up to Darwin every month, and um, I used to frequent the Dunmurra Roadhouse. Right, it's just just south of the Daily Waters that you mentioned before. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, very very well priced and uh, very. Uh, very good tucker there. It was um, really. It, I was blown away the first meal I had there. I thought, here we are, you know, out in the out in the back box here, and have a look at this beautiful meal that's in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. So it, where was it? Just south of Daly Waters. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's the roadhouse. Yeah. As you head south out of Daly Waters, it's. It's the next uh, roadhouse that you come come along past there. Yeah, right. It's on the eastern side of a highway. Yeah. There was, I can't remember the year, there was, yeah, an unfortunate um, incident there. A young a young boy, I think the, the owner at the time of the roadhouse or the station um, sort of got lost. And, yeah, we end up past passing away but um there was a yeah massive search and yeah made national news and yeah right eh? yeah it was unfortunate of course for the people involved but um yeah we got a bit of a plaque there a bit of history about the place mm. so that georgetown mm. going across there if you once you leave like mariva and start heading west there's a place there and they've got um they call it Andara lava tubes. Yeah, yeah. They've got a carrying park there, and they do tours. And it's interesting that they're showing there some with some tracks that you go on, or actually tracks that they used to go on. Uh, I think they said to Innisfail, um, you know, in the in the early days, when that'd be horse and cart, and that, and it'd take them like six to eight weeks. To go in and come back again, yeah. To get supplies, yeah. But right. um, yeah, they, these these lava tubes are there. You can do tours there and walk through them. And but from there, we went when we travel we went west. And one of the things they did at Andara was was serve Georgetown sausages. So we got got some sausages from their butcher shop and stocked up. And then they've got a little place at Croydon, which is across there as well, and they do train tours. On the old um, diesel rail motor things, yep. And they do feeds and then they do little tours there. <coughs> yeah. Then yeah, you can go to Carumba. You got to go to Carumba. Have you ever been there, Mike? Carumba. Carumba. Yeah, I have actually. Yeah. You've got to go up there and go to the Sunset Hotel and have a beer and watch the sunset and. Yeah. Best, Best thing to do. Yeah. Well, I've always wanted to get up there and have a look around on a little warm day. Well worth a tour. Yeah, well, well, well worth a tour. On my mum's side, well, her her father or well, my grandfather, he's from up around the Chilago Almaden um, area. From the west, sorry? Uh, Almaden, which is um, just sort of Southwest of um, of Mariba. Yeah, right. Yeah, out in 
in the back box with uh, Chiligo, which is um, well known for its uh, marble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's been out there, and he actually competed, I think it was in one of the early um, Reddix trials. Um, back in the early days, I think he, think he drove a uh, Peugeot. Yeah, right. Doing the big lap of down the out back in the with the Red X trial in, in its early days. Well, you've done pretty well, Nick, travelling up the Pacific there to go through. You've gone through Ward, past Wardell, obviously. You'd be up in uh, Ballina by now. Yeah, just coming up to the. Uh, Lismore exit. Yeah, right. So you've managed to go past Bordell on your phone, hasn't dropped out. So that's, that's uh, done, done all right, hasn't he? That's a bit of a miracle because I not go past that every day and on that way, and we get Telstra along the way. Well, I'm with Telstra, so maybe maybe they've been listening to the on the road radio and they've heard us talking about them, so they've they've lifted their game a little bit, maybe. Oh, maybe. Oh, I, I doubt that. <laughs> mm. Can only hope. Nah, I, I still travel. <laughs> yeah, they, they probably haven't. So, yeah. But uh, anyway, your phone is getting a little bit ordinary there, Nick. No, all good. Thanks again, fellas, and um, have a good night and enjoy the show. No worries, mate. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for some pictures. Take it easy. Here, right, I'll see ya. Anyway, mate. I was just having a look on... Um, on Nick's uh, Facebook page while he was sort of talking there. Yeah. And he's got a, he's put up a post, have a bonds a weekend, guys and gals. Don't forget to tune in on the road radio from 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Time for the Saturday night session. Mm. Uh, truck and life, Western Star Trucks, etc., etc. This is this photograph he's taken of me last night at the bloody parking bay while someone's driving past. Yeah, right. With the lights. Not the one with the, the stars in the... I see one here with the stars in the... Above the Western Star. Is that I the, didn't see that. Oh. Well, I mightn't be able to share it with you. It might be a proprietary thing. I don't know. I'll share it with you anyway. We'll You've got some photos. You've got some lovely photos on here. solicitors onto it, eh? The solicitors onto it? Yeah. No, no, so, he's, got some, he's got some pretty nice photos. Oh, he does. You know. So that people need to go and have a look at his Facebook page there, eh? And see some good stuff. And it's not just trucks either. No, there's a lot of other stuff. Some pretty pretty ripper reflections. Yeah. So what else you got for us this week, Mike? Yeah. Well, i tell you what. I've been trolling the internet. Mm-hmm. And I found some interesting stories, right? I, I believe that would be true with you. There is a, a fellow who got trapped <laughs> in a toilet. Passenger trapped in an aeroplane bathroom for the entire flight. He got a note passed under the door by the tenant. Oh dear, oh dear. It says, Sir, we've tried to open the, open the door. Uh, <laughs> tried our best to open the door. Because the, the lock got jammed, apparently. Is this on an aeroplane? Oh, on an aeroplane. How the hell can you get a sliding lock on an aeroplane jammed? I don't know. Right. right? Tried the best to open the door. The door will not open. Do not panic. We are landing in a few minutes. Please close the commode lid and sit on it and secure yourself. Right. <laughs> as soon as the main door is open, the flight the engineer will come 
Do not panic. Do not panic. <laughs> do not panic. And a, 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 what do they? What do they call it? Uh, Spice Air, Airways or something in India. <laughs> Spice Airways. Spice Airways. It's interesting one. Yeah, and the Indian Express reported this boat was stuck in there for an hour and forty-five minutes. Well, in the I toilet. suppose you know if you're going to land and it's a bit hairy, at least you're in the right place. If you're going to shit yourself, <laughs> isn't it? Uh, I'd rather be stuck in the toilet and 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 sort of if you needed to go, you'd be all right. <laughs> Can you imagine what it would be like if you're outside the toilet? <laughs> I, I wouldn't have thought that they were real good locks on those things anyway. Well, you'd, you'd think. I mean, I want to know, because, I mean, I've been in an aeroplane toilet. There's not enough room in there for me you. and, you know, <laughs> you know, just for me, let alone, I don't know, it's my life club, mate. How does that work? You can't, be, you can't get in there with, with yourself, let alone yourself and someone else. Um, and <clears throat> it's just a sliding lock. It just pushes across. I mean, how can that get stuck? Well, yeah, I don't know. You would have thought if you pushed on the door hard enough, it'd open anyway, wouldn't it? Well, if you if you put your shoulder into it, well, they open I mean, out. They're, they're pretty flimsy. Yeah, I reckon I'd. I actually, I think I'd do me nut probably. I reckon I'd stick the boot into it. I'd get the bastard open. Don't you worry. You reckon you'd have some? Um, yeah, yeah. AC, what's not? What's not ACD? Is it? What is it? Um, you can find space. Licence wouldn't wouldn't help you there, would it? No, be confined. No, you'd be wanting to get out. I'd be much the same. I don't think I could. I don't think I'd be like being trapped in a toilet. Yeah. Um, it's like those yeah. ones you look at festivals and things you go to, and you got the portable ones, and you think they got locks on the outside. That wouldn't wouldn't be real mm. good, would you? Locked in there. Give it some vindaloo, mate. Vindaloo. I'd yeah. give, give it the curry, don't you worry. <laughs> but no, the curry, you know, the curry and hurry, I'd be out. Mm. I'd be lost. Although you say the toilets don't have a lot of room, they've probably got more room than your seat on the plane. Well, that's probably true too. That so, is true. That is true. Know, that is true. Maybe, maybe he actually wanted to be in there. Maybe he did. Mm. Just said he got caught. You know those, uh, you know those portable tow-away, you know the toilets that you see, the plastic ones that that um, barely do hustle when it gets a little bit warm. Yeah. Just say, have you seen the video on YouTube of the bloke giving the fella and the buddy excavator a hard time, and then he goes off and parks himself in the toilet, <laughs> and the bloke driving the excavator just puts the bucket up against the door and goes for lunch. Well. Oh, I can imagine that'd be yeah, that could happen. <laughs> Just a few instances. Yeah, I know. I know of instances now where they, you know, when when trucks unload and they take your keys off you. Yeah. Yeah, mate of mine, they they did that to him. But the fellow that took his keys put them in his pocket and decided he he needed he had to go to a doctor's appointment or something and took off with them. Oh no! Mm. So you can imagine my mate wasn't terribly impressed about that situation. Oh, oh, oh. I can imagine he was probably fairly sandwiched sandwich about that. Mm, irate, even. Yeah. Irate. <laughs> so, well, I don't know what it is. Imagine if you went to a service station to fill up your car and your mm. caravan mm. and an attendant come out and said, you're going to have to give us your keys before we turn that Bowser on just in case you're going to drive off or do something. Yeah. To, you know, they'd be 
there'd be a bit of a public outcry, wouldn't there? But yeah, I don't, I don't think it's a great idea taking the keys out of the truck when it might be something that needs to be moved. You know, they used to they used to do that over at a particular DC over near Adelaide. You used yeah. to have to yeah. take your keys out and, and and hang them on the hang them on the keyboard. Mm. Um, so that you know, they 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 got a little bit concerned after they'd had blokes drive off with forklifts in the back yeah. of the trailer still. Well, I, I always carried another set of keys. Mm that I used to, you know, you go and give your keys over for a shower. Yeah. So the keys I handed over, it did have a Kenworth key on it, but yeah. the other key was key for the house right. and a tag. Um, yeah. Just so that I was never handing over my, my keys. Because um, right. it's never happened to me, but you hear stories of, you know, blokes that have been giving the wrong keys back. Yes. And they head off because, same as me, I had my truck keys on me and I handed over different ones. So I always feared that, you know, you're going for a shower and you come back out and someone's taken off with your keys. Yep. So, and I, but I did actually leave them somewhere one day. Right. And I got, I got them back off the counter, but I went and sat down and left my keys on the table. Luckily, they yes. weren't the keys for the truck. And got in the truck yep. and took off and got home and thought, where's my house keys? And you sort of think back to the last place you're at, and I actually rang them, and they 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 had them there at the counter still. Yep. So, yep. But yeah, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Well, this is this on the on the keys on the hanging thing. There was a story, um, and I I can't remember the whole details now. Just vaguely because you know you remember you remember things you get told, particularly when they're odd. Mm. There was a fella, I think it was one of the target distribution centres, who. Who was who was um, making copies of truck drivers' keys? Oh, really? And, yeah, and and the houses got robbed, and there was about half a dozen places got robbed before people put two and two together. The cops got him in the finish. Wow! Um, but they had to hang the keys up, and and of course he was making copies of the keys, mm. and of course he knew who they were, what their name was, and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And it wasn't impossible to do a little bit of research and find out where they live. And of course, he's got buddy keys to their houses and things. Mm. Um, and he was—they were going there burgling the houses. I think they had about half a dozen. I can't remember where it was. If anyone's out there that can knows the detail, bring us up. Mm. I remember—I remember that being a big story. I, I think that was in. Um, don't quote me, but I think that was in—I was, was quoting—it was in Big Rigs a couple of years mm. ago. There is a circumstance where they, you know, people will actually, you know, get your break into your house and take your car keys and things like that, but they don't do anything. It's like when you sometimes have uh, information stolen, like personal information stolen or or yeah. a card or something, your card details, they don't actually use it for quite some time. Mm. Um, they wait until you've forgotten about that you're missing a card or missing your keys or whatever, and then they'll they'll come back and pinch your car. So yeah, right. The the events don't match up as in was that yeah. person in that town or caught on security yeah. cameras somewhere. So they leave it, you know, a few months and then they come back and pinch your car. But it's it's amazing how brazen people get. Look, oh, you know, I had a friend whose his car was stolen. 
out of his yeah. garage. So they actually had to break into his house while they slept yeah. and got the keys that were hanging in their kitchen yeah. um, to one of their cars. The funny thing is the car that they were probably after was not his, it was his wife's. Um, but she actually always kept her keys in a handbag, which was next to the bed. Right. So they didn't go that far, but they well, they still took his ute, which is a fairly late model ute. Yeah. But yeah, it's amazing that people break in, you know, while you sleep. But obviously, here with our, we've got an alarm here, a big brown, brown dog. Yeah. Um, but, so, pretty unlikely you're going to get into our house, but we, we even changed our habits so that well, you know the layout of our house. You, yeah. To get our keys, you'd have to be standing in the kitchen um, yeah. in the middle of the night, which would be pretty Good luck with that. Milo, well, Milo would maul you to death yeah. before you got it. Yeah. Well, if he didn't maul you to death, he's, he'd, um, he'd certainly make it, make it well aware that, that someone was in the house. Yeah. So, but, yeah, it's sort of one of those things to make sure you do separate your keys from, you know, where maybe you might normally put them. Um, the, the keyboard at the front door is probably not the best idea then. No, because they've only got to get through your front door then, eh? <coughs> so, yeah, pretty interesting one. So Now, now. let's move on. <clears throat> UFC champ Alex Pereira has dumped his fiancée after he discovered an ugly secret. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the headline. Mm-hmm. Dumped Dumped his fiance, right? I bet she bought Taylor Swift tickets, did she? <laughs> oh, that's pretty ugly. No, no, no. He discovered that she was already married. Yeah, right. Right, no. So he's urged his fans to delete her from their lives. Oh. He's uh, he's not happy. Yeah. Things did not end well. Ex-fiance Merle Christine. So he didn't do his research then. No, he didn't do his due diligence. Mm. He, he apparently he's, he's hurt this loving man forever. Oh no! You know, oh, you know. How is can he, he move on? Is he furious? No, I mean, being furious. <laughs> <laughs> Just because that—that's the way we write things up these days. Well, no. This is why. This is why the uh, the, the headline was what got me. UFC champ dumps fiance over ugly secret. <laughs> She's married. She's married. Right. Everything's like everything's insane. Mm. Right. It's an it's an insane hack, or it's you yeah. know furious. Everything furious. You know, although everyone gets slammed. Mm. You know, we're, we're all slammed. That's here's um, another one. Eh? Yeah. Well, it's a new term, is it? Slammed. Oh, mate, seriously. No. Boyfriend's weird act after getting dumped after seven years, right? Mm. This is so This is so sweet, it's almost sickening. It makes you want to vomit, this right? Woman has revealed her ex's reaction after she ended their relationship. It's divided social media. People can't decide whether this is genuine or manipulative, right? Millions of years. She's revealed her boyfriend of like seven years. He wrote a note and he gave her a gift. He said, I know you don't love me anymore. Love yourself now. Signed it, Kev. How sweet's that? <laughs> um, it's pathetic. That I makes... dumped you too, Kev, you pussy. 
So that well, makes news, though. That's amazing, isn't it? No, that's, that's news. Yeah? That's news. That's news. It is. They can't tell whether it's manipulation or genuine. Mm-hmm. No. Ah. Someone, it's people going, get back with him, he's a good man. Seven years. Seven years? I don't know. Seven years. Maybe he got out on parole. Yeah. Well, um, I see here that... Um, BWS has had to recall bottles of Grey Goose Limited Edition, one litre night vision edition. Right. <laughs> night vision. It's got a must have a night light that, that right. illuminates in the bottle. Right. The recall was made as the light is powered by a button battery that has not been adequately secured and assessed by young children. Now, I'm not sure about this story, but Grey Goose <laughs> Limited Edition. <laughs> Vodka in it, Grey Goose is vodka. I don't know what it is. So Grey it's Goose, cr- is vodka. it's a top shelf, right? It's top shelf. I know that. You got Grey Goose vodka, limited edition, one liter bottle. Yeah. It's got a right. light in it. Yes. With a button battery. Yes. <laughs> and could be accessed by young children. Now, what happens <laughs> firstly? <laughs> what are you doing, giving your kids bottles of Grey Goose? <laughs> Consumers are urged to dispose of the bottle safely. Well, they're going to do that. They're going to drink it. That's right. Or return it to its place of purchase for a refund. Yeah, no, I'd I'd dispose of it thoughtfully, one glass Mm. all the time. So I think the bigger message here is don't give Grey Goose bottles to your children. Don't waste it like that. Then then all will be good, eh? Big, oh. big, big stories there. So big story. Yeah. Now, now here's the next one. This is the next thing, right? This 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 absolutely cracked me up. Tracy Grimshaw. You remember our mate Tracy from A Current Affair? Oh yes, yes. Right, she retired, and everyone was you know everyone was lying in the corridors, and they were all giving a big hugs and saying, "See you later, Tracy," and all the rest of it. Hmm. She's returning to the screen. As a B-double or an A-double or a road I reckon she might. She could be. Mm. It could be. Um, maybe she needs a bit of panel work. I don't know. I shouldn't say that. 63 years old and she's coming back to the TV. Um, that's not, I'm not saying that to be ageist or anything like that. It's just that it's, it's odd for women that age to be getting back in front of the camera. Uh, she's doing a thing... With uh, that clown Nick Coatsworth, you know the COVID doctor, yeah. who said we're all going to die. We're all going to die. Apparently, yeah, right. the Nick Coatsworth back in the back in the COVID days. Okay. He's sort of a bit wrong. A bit of that. Yeah, well, yeah, well. You know, I think he's changed his tune a little bit now. He's not working for the government, but anyway. Well, um, not everyone died. No, not everyone died. He said, for centuries, people have been captivated by the idea of living forever. Have they? And he's extre- yeah, apparently. And he's extremely excited to be working with the highly respected Tracy Grimshaw on a new series, which is called The Fountain of Youth, right? Mm. And they're going to track a couple of some couples and, you know, work through their uh, four pairs of everyday Australians as they undergo medically supervised trials and health interventions that may provide clues to help us live longer. So it's four, eight people. 
you know, make a TV show about it. Yeah. I don't know. I think people are more more um, interested in the quality of life they live these days, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's you, right. You're going to get to a certain age, aren't you? Yeah. Live forever. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. But, I mean, who says you can't bring someone out of retirement for a big enough paycheck? Well, obviously. Or is that just too cynical? Nah. Well, it'd be unlikely for you to be cynical. No, I'm never cynical. Mm, but, um, yeah. I see um, the bank, Me Bank. Members Me of Bank. Yeah. Right, eh? They've been fined for misleading representations about their home loans. Have they really? Mm, yep. Right, eh? They were sending their lenders or people letters. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I think they um, they were ones that were allowing people to borrow money without um, the correct <coughs> documentation proving their income. Okay. Mm, yeah. Funny that, that that went on again. Again? Yeah. Well, it all happened, you know, 05, 06, 07. But, um, yeah. But uh, A6 got in, but then million dollars in fines. So right. I don't know if that really hurts a bank, does it? Well, no. I don't think it would. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Australians are spending $1,500 getting their nipples tattooed. Well, money well spent. <sighs> Why? <laughs> well, a lot of people go through surgery and have tattoos to cover things up and make themselves well, normal again. We do stuff with eyes. We get people that have lost eye and they get a glass eye. Or Yeah, well, there are people that are... Uh, there's a fellow in Tasmania. He's a beautician and beauty therapist. Mm. He's offering nipple tattoos completely free of charge. $1,500 a normally cost. Mm. Uh, oh, hang on, hang on. I probably, I probably shouldn't be I probably shouldn't be cynical about this. No, it's, it's to help it's, people it's, that have had reconstructive surgery and that. It is, yeah. it is. So I could see the point in that. I was, you know, like I was saying, people that lose eyes and that get, get glass eyes or mm. you have, yeah, to certain other things that you might want covered up. I know they did certain scarring and that on your body. They can use tattoos to to cover that up. So if they're offering it for free, that's a pretty good thing, eh? Yeah, so Ms... It's actually a lady, Ms. Rachel Ballinger. Uh, I made an ugly assumption that it was a bloke, but anyway, um, it's not. Uh, who owns a skincare business began training the art of nipple tattooing in 2020, mm. in which she came across a doctor demonstrating the process. And she thought, well, I can do this. And so now she's doing it, and it creates a realistic 3D look. I can't imagine it'll be a painless procedure either. Probably not, but it's um, one of those things, If mm. you know, obviously in all sorts of surgeries, there's, yeah, a need for it. Bit of a bit of a uh, bit of nipple tattooing. Yeah, good stuff. Do that as a bit of a do that as a bit of a side gig. <laughs> yeah. Well, we had a had a request for a song here, Mike. You sent me. I did. Do you actually have the song? Do you? I've 
found it. Yeah, I've never heard the song, so I hope it's a clean I, one. I've I, been caught in this caught in this one before. I will tell you that our that our mate Darren um, has requested that song. Now you know Darren. So he's a clean Darren. We have to ask you that. This is the question, Darren. Is it a good clean song, or has it got profanities in it, mm, mate? We must always ask people that because when they when they request songs and um, we don't play them, it's probably because we haven't listened to them. And obviously, we're live, so it's a little bit hard yeah. to listen to songs that we don't know. And um, in the, in our library here, yeah. So we have to remember we do try to hold a certain standard here. Sometimes he just, sent me, he just sent me a joke. <laughs> well, it wasn't a simple answer to your question, then, was it? No, he just sent me a joke. Mm. The great emu wore in nineteen thirty-two. Emus were running amok. I don't know if it's a joke. It yet, yes, it's apparently it's a clean song. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um. So, uh, in the, the Great Emu War in 1932, emus were running amok in the farmlands of Campion, Western Australia. So, the Australian military were called on to manage the situation. With machine guns, one month and 10,000 rounds later, the crestfallen field force of humans withdrew from combat, having only knocked off 986 of the 20,000 20, bullet dodging feathered heroes. Mm. The emus won the war. Well, they would because, you know, they would have had to do headshots and I don't know if anyone's seen the head of an emu. They're not all big. 20,000 bullets. Mm. Sorry, 10,000 rounds of ammunition. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, apparently the songs are uh, performed by this uh, lady, uh, Josie. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, we've had Josie on the podcast, actually. Andy interviewed Josie a little while ago. Yeah. Well, I, I think we might have even played this song on the podcast, Freight yeah. Man. Freight Man. So we do have Freight it, Man. I was looking at some other stuff here earlier, too, and I was yeah. looking up stupid jokes and stuff. Yeah. Have you ever heard the, the word snacksident? Snacksident? Snacksident. I- I have heard that word. And a snacksident is when you go and you accidentally consume a whole like, box of chips or something. You know? When you eat all the snacks by accident. That's right. Have you ever, you've had that? I used to have snacksidents occasionally. Yeah. I used to get that with chocolate. Chocolate? Oh, it's it's very chocolate. good. If it was in the house, I would eat it. Mm. Yep. Yeah. I, I have snacksidents with pork belly now. Do you? Well, yeah, I don't... Rose, Rose does pork belly for me. Yeah. And she puts it in a container, decor container. Mm-hmm. And she'll do me up like one or two decor containers and it's supposed to be like it's just cut up into little like bite-sized cubes. Yep. Right? And you can sort of put, just pop one in your mouth and just chew the succulents mm. of the pork belly. And a bit of salt. And, you know, it's actually very good for your carnivore diet too. It is very well. It's, this is why we have it, mate. Bit of fat in there, bit of energy, bit of fat, bit of fat, bit of bit of uh, bit of meat, and all the rest of it. Mm. And I, 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 do, I become quite quite attached to the the part pork belly. Mm. And so I'm supposed to, that's supposed to last me. That container is supposed to last me for like two days. And it, you don't get past my ruling on the way down. <laughs> I think it, I think the last one made it to about Albury. I think. <laughs> 
<laughs> and, he, and it's actually the next day when it's cold. Yeah. It is actually quite when the fat sort of firms back up again. It's actually yeah. they're a good snack. They are a good snack. I love it. Mm. Anyway, we're going to play this song by Josie, are we? Oh, look, we may as well. Why wouldn't we? Yeah. Why wouldn't we? Let's do that then. Right, we'll be right back here. Freight Man by Josie. <laughs> Because we've had a breakdown, an upside down, or um, 
We were just short of truck. Well, Where would we go? First place I'd go, mate, would be Renko. Would be. Pick yeah. up one three hundred seven three six eight two six. Rentco.com.au. So they've got just about any bit of gear that you would need to get you through either your busy times, a, a new contract, um, yeah, uh, when you've misplaced some gear, as we spoke about earlier, <laughs> or, 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 or at any other time. Yeah, we've all. All had those times. We've had some unfortunate instances. Or I have. We have. They, I have. Just when you, your uh, truck that's not that old just dropped a liner. <laughs> that sort of stuff. Oh, we shouldn't laugh. We shouldn't laugh. That sort of stuff never happens. Oh, well, never happens. Yeah, I wish it didn't, but it does. So You can, get, you can go to Derrimut. You can go to Ingleburn. You can go to Mount Louisa in Queensland. You can go to Wacol in Queensland. You can go to Bracker in South Australia. Highlands in the Northern Territory or High Wycom. I think it's High Wycom. You pronounce it in WA. Mm. Yep. Rentco.com.au. Australia-wide. Mm. Got everything you need. Everything you need. So, and they sponsors of the rig of the month. Yeah, Rinko rig of the month. I tell you what, we've got three beautiful rigs of the month mm. in the magazine, which is going out into the letterboxes in the coming week. Yep, I'm very excited about it. Nick's excited because he's taken photos of one of them. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a, it's all it's all pretty nice. So yeah, I'm very very excited about it. I actually think this is the best one we've done yet. Mm. And it's it's actually we've we've all seen it in yeah. its in its um, flat form in in the PDF version, and we've all looked at it on our phone and computer, like us. Yeah. Um, but people are going to get that their magazine this time before yeah. we've even seen it. That's right. So when you get your magazine in the mail, yeah, feel a little bit special because the people that actually put it together. Haven't even haven't. Laid, laid their hands on it yet. So On a hard copy. So the way it's turned out, because of we'll actually be away, mm. like our bulk shipment obviously comes up to me and Blondie here and, you know, we some goes out in, in from the store and that. Uh, Mike, mm-hmm. you normally get some. But we'll all be away mm. travelling when these things turn up. So we, um, we won't be actually getting our hands on a magazine until we actually get to Warnable. Well, I'm actually going. Well, I'm actually going to get my hands on a hundred. Yeah. From the uh, from the roadie, so I got to stop in and see see him at the roadie, mm-hmm. and more like and have a uh, have a um, a steak while I'm there. I reckon I should do that. Mm. Have we rung up at the roadie and told them they've got a hundred extra coming yeah, so they don't get a shot? They do know that. Yep. Yep. I just thought about that just then. I thought, oh, gee. Our highly uh, efficient logistics manager here has done that. They ought to be going, why the hell have I got 100 extra? Mm. What are they doing to me? Yeah. So we're picking some up from there and heading to Croyd. So we'll be actually there. We're hoping to be there before Australia Day, but that depends how keen me and Blondie get driving the big van down there. Yeah. Um, full of Full of stuff, full of merchandise and radio equipment so we are having a break on Wednesday night because we'll be in transit yep um, so we're not having a Wednesday night show and uh, but we will be broadcasting on Australia Day that's the Friday that's the Friday 
So we'll be we'll, doing some we'll be having a show there. there. It'll be a bit of uh, stuff that's pre-programmed and and um, yeah. hopefully around lunchtime, mate, we'll all the whole crew will be together. Yep. Celebrating Australia Day and celebrating our official first birthday as On The Road Radio slash Truck and Life slash On The Road Media. Yep. So big, big day for us. And then we have yep. the Croit Truck Show on Saturday. Yes. Which we'll be attending as Truck and Life and then we will be broadcasting on Saturday night uh, from Croit or Warnable again. Yep. Yeah. I'm going to be down there with a camera and or two and I'll be taking some photos and sort of out mingling. Yeah. And uh, generally trying to stay out of trouble. So we'll be down there with some merchandise. Um, yeah, we might even be able to sign a bit of gear, Michael. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Sign Maybe. shirts, you know. They they might be worth heaps one day. <laughs> maybe 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 they will be. Yeah. I don't I we'll don't. Sign your edition of Truck and Life, eh? Hey? We will. We, we, we laugh will. about we it, but imagine if you had an, a, a nineteen seventy six first and second edition of Truck and Life yeah. signed by the editor. Yeah, back, be it's worth, one of those. It's one of those like floating around, you know. Fifteen bucks or something, isn't it? Uh, I, mate, I think that uh, for a number one or a number two, you can pay up to five hundred. Wow! Right I think on. for 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 the one, I, and I do know that there is one with Malcolm Johnson's signature on it. Uh, yeah, a, a number one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen a picture of it. I haven't actually seen it in the flesh, but I have seen a picture of it. Mm, that'd be that'd be worth a few bucks, you know. It's five hundred bucks. It's good. I, I'd, I'd imagine, but I mean, you, you, you routinely see them. If you have a look on on uh, eBay, uh, I've been known to sort of keep track of what's going on on the old eBay, mm-hmm. and and they sort of go. They they basically start at about probably twenty bucks, fifteen to twenty bucks each. That's where they start. Yeah, and they they go up from there. Right. And yeah, things like things like the. Um, Remember the uh, poster of the NTFS Mac Triple Road Train, the Superliner? Mm-hmm. Apparently, I've seen that poster on eBay with a hundred and sixty dollar bid on it. Just the poster. Really? Yep. Yeah. So you know, I, I look at these things, and you and you sort of think about the ma- the magazines. Very hard to get uh, magazines that are in mint condition. Mm. Um, because people tend to thumb through them. I know yogis are a bit second-hand because mm. uh, he just spends Saturday afternoon down in the buddy shed looking at truck and life. He's, he's terrible, really. Yeah, I do. Um, I do yeah. have a second, the, the second magazine from 1976, but it was yep. a reprint. Yep. And I did. I did get that in the plastic. Yeah. Mm. I've got. I have actually a genuine number two. In my hand now, like an original, mm. and the, the actual magazine itself is in very, very, very good condition, but the cover's been sort of scuffed. Yeah, right. The outside cover, which sort of detracts from it a little bit. Mm. I know. That, I know that um, I was having a bit of a bit of a look at, at um, the way the magazines change, 
and uh, it's uh, it's really quite interesting the way it's the way it's changed and the the way the photography has changed. Mm. Um, and uh, I have a I got a I got a, a message from um, Mr. Andrew Stewart. Uh, by a friend of mine the other day, he's written a little piece for us for our next magazine. Mm. So we've had uh, Bruce Honeywell has got a bit in the in the next one. Uh, Bruce was the editor of, of Truck and Life in its heyday, mm. and uh, of course um, Andrew owned it and was the editor of it for a little while. And uh, talking about the way the way the magazine changed after the first several issues and how you couldn't. Uh, they changed the way they did things. They didn't like the truckies didn't like the girls on the trucks and things like that. The pretty girls mm. on the trucks. Uh, I was told that it wasn't so much the truckies that the, the truckies were all right with it. Was the truckies' wives that didn't like it? <laughs> oh, well, you've got to, you got to, um, yeah. yeah. If your audience is your audience, you need to need to um, give them what they want. Page eighteen. And the number two is a Louisville 9000 from Geelong 1976 model with a 903 at 320 horsepower. 10 speed road ranger, 38,000 pound rock horse, <laughs> 38,500 it was worth. Wow. Radio and all the goodies, Bostrom seat, 320 horsepower. 320 horsepower. Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, very very interesting stuff. I love sitting here looking at the old the old um, magazines. Mm. The personal columns were a bit of a crack up. There's some funny uh, stuff in there, isn't there? And it's probably there's a few things there that we'd actually like to bring back as well. Um, yeah. Obviously, at, at the moment, you know, we've we've done this and we're still all working. You know, full time in other other roles as well. We do have some people that are helping us out, which is fantastic, and they do a great job. Sonia and Paul and yeah, a few yeah. others. And um, but there are some things from the, the old school style we'd like to bring back. Um, yeah. But we also want to hear from people about what they'd like in the magazine. Yes. So obviously, since 1976, things have changed um, on on what people would like. Um, we do get a lot of call for like some technical things, so that that is in the in the pipeline. Yeah, providing some technical um, things in there. Uh, but you know, if if you think you you know you have a good idea for us, send us a message. We're yeah, that'll be happy to listen. Um, yeah, but one of the things. You know that we're probably holding a very strong stance on is that we're old school. We want yeah. we want this to be something that when people buy it, they're going to hang on to it. They're not. Yeah. You don't just get it, read it, and throw it in the bin. Um, this is something you want to collect. So, you know that's that's a goal of ours, and I think we've achieved it. I think the the quality of the publication is second to none. You won't, you won't buy a better magazine, in my view. Well, we, we certainly we certainly uh, done our best as far as that goes. Mm. The, the print and everything like that. Some of impact have done a good job of of, um, of printing the the magazine. We got a we worked through and we there's a lot of work went into it anyway. I'm very very happy with the way it, 
Let's put it that way. So I, uh, I just love, I just love it anyway. Sitting back at the old magazines, and I get a bit distracted when I'm looking at them. And uh, what can I say? I'm, you know, I've, I've got our first two sitting on the desk here beside me, mm. and I look at, I look at our our magazine compared to the older magazines and we've done a little bit different. I mean, our, our papers are a lot better, our print's a lot better, but then again, we live in a, we live in a world where these things are a lot better. Mm, and just, you, you just open, open the magazine and just smell it. To me, it's like a, it's just like a, it's like a baby. I can't, I can't, I can't so don't put it. drop it, is that what you're saying? No, no, well, I just can't put it in any other way, you know. For me, I look at these two uh, these two magazines that I've got here, and I know what went into producing them, and and, um, and you know I'm, a bi- I'm biased, obviously, but um, you know I think they're as good as anything that's out there, and I you know it, and I want people to contribute, mm. and I'm getting phone calls from people and messages from people all the time. I got a I got a phone I got a, actually got an email to start off with from a, a lady who takes photos in Western Australia and I spoke to her on the phone today and I've actually got to set up a Dropbox for her so she can send me some images to have a look at. But she has sent me some of the most amazing photos like via text to look at. Mm. And I think that we're going to be very good friends, her and I. Mm. I really do. Well, well, one of the things is it's, you know, a magazine that... You know the content needs to come from the readers. It's about what 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 you guys want to, to be in the magazine. It's not what we always think. Um, it's like we we're getting a lot of call for for binders as well. Yeah. Um, so that's something we're looking into at the moment. So that you know you can buy your magazine and and it is a collectible, um, and that's what we're trying to produce here: a collectible, not not something you throw away. That helps our carbon footprint, Mike. It does. It does, yeah. So it does help our carbon. Say we're going green, but we um, certainly want to, you know, we want to produce the collectibles. But you know, it's a community of people that we're trying to satisfy here. So send us your stuff, and you know, that's what we're after. Some yeah. input from all the readers. I got this. I got this um, message here. This bloke's written me "War and Peace." You know, you get those text messages that are just like that long. Mm-hmm. Um, we remember we had the conversation the other week about blown steer tires. Yep. This fellow sent me a, a long story about uh, about what happened to someone that he knew. Yeah. And I and I, I don't know. I got I'm going to ring him up and have a bit of a chat to him. I don't want to talk about it right now, but um, I, I think I might like to print this story. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just a story from what happens on the road, you know. Yeah. I, 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 want to, I want to talk to him before I talk about it. Yeah. But, um, you know, I get these these sort of text messages and people phoning me up all the time um, to talk about things. And it's getting – the it's like the snowball rolling downhill. The momentum is really starting to build, you know. Yeah. And uh, it's one of those things I find – it's incredibly humbling. Um to be getting the, the, the calls mm. certainly never happened never happened when I was writing for Big Rigs. Yeah. You know? Oh. Uh, I think... Unless yeah. it was for someone to ring me up and 
take issue with what I'd written more not more often than not. Yeah. But you know, or you know, tell me I was wrong or whatever. But you know, um, and that's fine. I can live with that. But since I've been since I've been doing trucking life, the the, uh, the the phone calls have been to say, you know, how how great we're doing. Yeah. And of course, we did have the we did have the the fella at the start that reckoned fifteen bucks for magazines over the top because um, well, they were only like two bucks back in nineteen seventy six. Well, here we go. You can pay fourteen dollars for a schooner. <laughs> Fourteen bucks for a schooner. Yeah. yeah, and I think the price of trucking life when it came in seventy six was what a two bucks, something like that. So in nineteen seventy, it was eighty six cents for a schooner. So <laughs> well, the cost of you know. the cost of living has sort of sort of changed a little bit now. It's pretty but, pretty but, easy to type something on a phone though. Hey? It is. It is very easy to type something on yep. a telephone. Yeah. So. Uh, the Tamworth Country Music Festival is on. On now. From Friday the 19th. Which was yesterday. To Sunday the 28th. The Tamworth Country Music Festival is on. And I will tell you that the majority of the people that we, the Australian artists that we have interviewed on the podcast, and Andy's interviewed, not me, mm. I haven't done any of the country music. I haven't done any of the musician interviews yeah simply because apparently I don't know anything about music right and and is that in particular to country music or or, or music? anything about music period yeah right I don't know anything about music according to Andy mm -hmm. is he uh, right I, probably right I, I've told him what I like and he reckons that my taste buds are Mm. Located so, in places. So what you like and what you know are two different things. So. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Love the road hammers. I like the road hammers. But then again, I like airborne as well. So a little mm. bit different. Very different, different style music. of music in, in those two. Just a, yeah. just a little <laughs> diametrically opposed yeah. almost. We'd actually talked about going to the uh, Tamworth Country Music Festival this year. Oh, right, eh? Some good friends of ours, they were going and they had it lined up and for us to, to right. go with them, place to stay and all that sort of thing. And we were actually oh, no. looking forward to that because they're friends we don't get to catch up with very often. And But, you know, the, uh, we, we had decided prior to that that um, we were going to the Croyd Truck Show. So yep. we sort of um, have missed out on this one at, this year. But right. it is something I want to go to. It's... Um, yeah, interested me for a lot of years, but it's one of those events I've never actually gotten to go to. Uh, been to quite a few live music shows over the years, but it's probably more been to the liking of our children than what I wanted to go to. Yep. So that's where we've been. But, you know, we, um, me and Colin did actually get to go to one of the last Cold Chisel um, concerts. Right up here in Brisbane, um, in the rain, it was lovely. <laughs> Pouring down rain in an outdoor concert. So I can think of better places to be. Um, well, it's one of those things, you know. You stand there and you just put up with it because you you know you're at the last event that you know you're never going to see it again. So what do you do? You can't drive off. It was actually to the point. It was actually at Mount Cotton at one of the wineries up there, and mm. 
the the advice going out to uh, people attending on the day or the day before was that if you don't have a four-wheel drive, don't bring it, but don't come to the event. Oh, Jesus. Because it was, yeah, pretty wet and slippery, but it was a great show. Um, yeah, I'm glad I went, even though we did get quite soaked that day, but it was good fun. Good fun. Quite soaked. Quite soaked. Yes. I've got a feeling that's an understatement. It 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 was yes. So yeah. It, uh, anyway, it was it was that was a good night. So so what are you running out of news there? Are you Mike? That's unusual. For no, you. no, no. There's there's a, there's a bit. Of, look, I've I've got a I've got one. I don't know whether we should talk about it or not. Yeah. Doctors warn against a common thing that women do. Shouldn't do it apparently. Get married? Oh. <laughs> that question? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Dr. Zach asked Dr. Zach as a weekly column. Yeah. And oh, uh, Dr. Zach. Dr. Zach Turner. Oh. And he's talking about the JJ health. Mm-hmm. Not something I spent a lot of time thinking about? Probably, probably something we don't even need to go into. <laughs> oh. Yeah, all right. Let's not go there. Let's not go there. I'll tell you what, I've had a I've had a missed call here. But they but they'll put anything on they'll put anything up now. They I mean there's nothing's out of bounds, mate. Apparently, but you are looking at the internet there, so Well not like you've just gone down the street and bought a <coughs> magazine from the from the news agent. It's on news dot com for God's sake. Yeah, it doesn't make it any better. Anyway. I was just saying, uh-huh. just, I've just missed a call here from right. someone who's who's actually sent a lot of stuff in here and he's, yeah, Wayne. So I might, actually, might actually go to a song. Has Wayne tried to ring in? Wayne's tried to ring in and he's yeah. he always sends a lot of texts and a bit of old school stuff here, so I'm, I'm interested to have a chat. So I might, might go to a song. Righto. We might get him on the phone. Right, and, uh, just see what he wants to have a chat about tonight, eh? Okay. Right, eh? We're going to go to a bit of Tim McGraw stuff because I love Tim God. McGraw. It's a good old go to Down on the
Well, Mike, we're back. We're back. We're back. So we've got, um, yeah. we've got Wayne on the line here. He's, he sends us some pictures quite frequently. You've tracked him down. Tracked him down. Um, well, he tracked us down, but anyway, he's, um, yeah, sends us quite a few pictures and we're always part of the conversation. So, g'day, Wayne. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, boys. Uh, appreciate it. An avid listener. Avid listener. Well, you might not appreciate it by the time we're finished with you, mate. No, nah, he'll be right. No, that's probably. all right. I can, mate, where I, where I come from, I can put up with all that. Yeah. All right, eh? <laughs> yeah. Mate, yeah. I just heard about the, uh, someone said about uh, steer tyres. Yeah, and, yeah uh, Blake sent me a text message about his story, and I'm going to have a talk to him before he... Yeah. Yeah, go yeah, on, my, Yeah, my story goes back uh, many years ago. I used to drive for uh, Glenn McMahon. In Adelaide, and uh, doing cart and hydro line from Angerson down to Adelaide and Semi Tipper. Mm-hmm. And um, first time I went there, they said, "Oh, what do you want to give Wayne to drive?" And he said, oh, "I'll give him spotlights." And I said, "Yeah, what spotlights?" So I went out there. It's an old Foden uh, ex Shepherd wine tanker right. with a um, uh, airbag lifter. Anyway, and it's two fifty Cummins. So I said, "Yeah, right away I'll go." So I've gone up there. I picked up a load. Went back. I've done two loads. It's about oh, two and a half hour trip there, uh, up there and a two and a half hour trip back. And uh, anyway, this particular night, because I used to do night shift, I'm coming out of um, Newry Upper, and there's a bit of it this before the freeway up there, of course, many years ago. And yeah. I'm coming out of Newry, and there you go up this bit of a rise, and then there's a big long run down into uh, uh, Templars, I think it was. And you used to get a bit of a run up there and down the old girl. So you get up the next one. So I'm going down there, and next minute there's this hell of a bang, and everything shook, and I'm standing up trying to steer the old girl. And I thought, what's going on here? I thought, oh, it must be a tire. So I pulled up. Of course, it's dark. And uh, I've walked around the left-hand side of the truck and disappeared down a, a uh, culvert for a start. <laughs> so I was about three inches away from the culvert. Right. There's just tires in a million pieces. So that's all right. Anyway, I see these lights come up alongside me, and it's a bloke in a, a Mac a mobile tanker. And he said, I saw that go. He said, so I've pulled up behind, I'll give you a bit of a hand. So that was good. We got it all fixed up, and uh, away we went. Next night, one of my mates was up for dinner, and he said, can I come for a ride with you? I said, yeah, yeah. I said, we'll have to stop at a phone box and grab a couple of uh, few phone books for you to sit on, because there's no seat on the passenger side. He said, that's all right. So away we went. <laughs> And um, so we did a load, coming down for our last load, and uh, we stopped at Smithfield Roadhouse in uh, up past Elizabeth there, just coming onto the three-way. This is the very next night, and there's a huge bang. So I'm up, up standing, up steering this damn thing again. There's no power steering. And uh, my Coke can, which was on the inside of the mudguard there, she's gone up, hit the roof, Covered me, mate, and coke, and he said, the radiator's blown. And no, it's not. It's no radiator. <laughs> anyway, I had to steer this thing. It's like riding a horse. I'm trying to stop this damn thing. We finished up leaning it up against a post. I didn't even break the West Coast mirror on the side. But you wouldn't you wouldn't read about it. I've jumped out the truck, shaking my head, and there's a tyre in million pieces like the other one was the night before. Okay. And this truck's pulled up behind me. Guess what? It was a mobile tanker from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't read. We would not read about. Got a grand old day there, eh? 
Yeah, in the said, Matrix, isn't it? Yeah, he said, uh, he said, there was a bit of traffic coming up behind you. He said, I thought I'd better throw all my blankets on and follow you across. I said, yeah, well, that was a good idea. Oh. I had no hope of going anywhere else. Yeah. Unbelievable. That was That's just one story on the old... Oh. On the old spotlights. So you're uh, you're retired now, mate. Yeah, mate. I'm 77 now. 77. I've been away from the trucks for quite a few years now, from interstate anyway. Yeah. Um, I've got two new knees. Uh, both my shoulders are buggered, and that's all from truck driving, mainly from quad boxes and Scania 141s. I hate the, hate those gear chains on 141 Scanias. Mm-hmm. I can't say I've never ever driven one, mate. Oh, so. how was that? Oh. <laughs> it comes up the back of the engine cowling. Right, eh? Oh. Yeah, shocking thing. But anyway, it wore my shoulders out. So, and the, <clears throat> the Mac, of course, the old quad box, especially in Melbourne, when you're full up weight with hide, so you go for a set of traffic lights, and the next set of traffic lights is only what? 50, 60 metres, and you've gone through seven or eight years. <laughs> then you've got to start again. Then you start again. Yeah, yeah, so. Now, one, no, that's, I, you've sent us some photos here, and you've got, I noticed you've got all our our posters up on a wall. I assume yep. that's your office. Yep, that's my little office for me and my cats. That's it. So that was what I was going to ask you. So I've got, I've got a photo here. It's got three big rigs of the month, Rentco rigs of the month. And then we've got a cat. Yep. So, and then we've got a cat. Is that cat you? in the other room? Another yeah. two, another three rigs. Yeah. So that's your favourite cat, then I imagine, or? Yeah. Well, that's, no, they're both favourite. I've got Fatso here. He's fourteen years of age and had a bad temper. <laughs> He's like me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A, bad, a bad tempered catch, and you wouldn't read about yeah. him. Yeah. No, mate, he's he's hopeless. So I don't go outside enough. So obviously a subscriber. Yeah, mate, certainly am. Well, I haven't actually subscribed. I bought the two first first two issues, and uh, <clears throat> and then I said to the cook, "Oh, I better go and get a bank loan, and we'll take out the subscription now." All right, eh? Nah, that's good. It's all good. I'm going. Where, did you, where did you get the Where did you get the first two? I I bought them online. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, right, eh? So you Excellent, bought two, mate. had a mail to you, and now you bought a subscription, so. Yeah, I, I haven't bought the subscription yet, but I'm going to. Mm-hmm. But, no, the quality's fantastic, mate, especially against the old one, even though the old one was good. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember many, many, many years ago, we were shifting house, and uh, I said to the wife, I'd better go and clean the shed out. And I, so I took back the 64 trailer down there, and would you believe I took a 64 trailer load of truck and bus and truck and life down to the dump? Oh, no. Oh, no. I had saved everyone from, well, I don't know, since when, in the early 70s, and kept them yeah, always, kept them in boxes. You'd be sad now, because I could do you an issue, one issue, two, <laughs> worth about 500 bucks each. I know, so I've heard. Unbelievable. That's yeah. me all over, mate. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> so you would have sold a few, yeah. um, a few Monaros and shit in your time as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I used to sell trucks and that, actually, many years ago, going back. Uh, a while ago now in South Australia. What did um, you sell? Oh, I used to sell on consignment for a bloke. Oh, I can't mention his name. You, what, you, a bandit. What, a bandit? In the trucking industry? No! <laughs> no way! I don't believe that. Uh, dear, I don't dear, believe dear. that. No, it's good, but... Uh, what did yeah, you use to I, sell? Tell me what you used to sell. 
whatever whatever we had because uh, what happened we'd, we'd have the guys ring us up and say uh, you know i got a Camworth, whatever it is you know uh, i want to put it on consignment yep yep okay they'd bring it in uh, have a quick walk over it have a look at it write all the, everything down and uh, say right i keep working and they'd keep working and uh, if we got someone we'd ring them up say bring her in or whatever oh right yeah it did well sold a few trucks um What's his name? I can't remember now. God, my mind's gone, mate, at 77. Hmm. My mind was good at 76. It's no good now. <laughs> no good but, now. Um, uh, we had, no, it was good. Um, I can't remember. No, nah, it's all gone, mate. Sold quite a few trucks. I did all right out of it, but uh, I got out of it because there was a bit of a, an issue going on, which I won't talk about. But anyway, I thought I'm out of here. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> always issues, always issues going on. What's your favourite truck, mate? Mate, oh, mate, I like the old back, Mac, Mac B61s. I love the old six B61s, mate. I mean, that's going back a long time. I mean, you know, these days, I mean, uh, uh, all your Kenworths and that there, I mean, they're pretty good. Oh, the new Superliners are all right too, but uh, all these automatics and that, I'm sort of not really with it. But, you know, funny thing, Kenworths, I only ever drove one, would you believe I only ever drove one Kenworth, even though I sold heaps, I only actually yeah. drove one on the road, had to go up that Adelaide Hills and pick up a trailer, bring down to show this guy. And I'm coming down the bottom to the uh, lights at the bottom of the hill there, Glen Osmond, and yeah. there's a guy pulled up in a in a Mac, and he yeah. waved me around. He come up alongside him, and he, I said, what's up, mate? He said, uh, can I borrow some air out of your air tanks? He said, um, I've run out of air, and I can't start the bloody thing. Yeah. All right, I said, how would you be? Here's me being a Mac fanatic, and I'm in a Kenworth, and that's how to start a Mac. Yeah. Did you not push the bloody eh? button in or did you pull the button out or not push the button in or somebody thing? Yeah, whatever happened that. anyway. Yeah. I did that. I had a I had a bloody cruise liner that I drove for Carson's at Stall yeah. a couple of times. Track was called Felix, if anyone remembers it. And um it had a it had a bloody air start in it. And um I there was a there was a, to, to, to turn it off, you had to pull the button out, right? Uh-huh. Pull the pull the knob out to turn just to yeah. shut it down, and if you if you didn't push the buddy knob in, it wouldn't start. <laughs> and of course, you know, and you only had two shots. You had enough yeah. air for two shots. That was it. And you know, I I climbed in there and pushed the button once, and it, you know, went Woo! it didn't start. And I cursed and swearing, and I pushed the button again, and then I realised I had to push the buddy knob in. Bigger than Ben Earth, you know. Funny, funny story about air starts. I'm yeah. uh, coming out, of, coming out of Melbourne, uh, foggy night, and an F model uh, Mac, and um, I, it's really, really foggy. And I'm following, I'm following the white line. That's all I could see. So I'm following the white line. The next minute, I thought, Jesus, a lot of cars parked here. I actually drove into one of the parking bays because I couldn't see the road. So the line went into the parking bay, so I went in there. So that's right. So I pulled up and thought, I'll have a nap for a few hours and uh, get ahead of it a little bit. So that was all right. I woke up till I was about 3 o'clock in the morning, I think. I thought, geez, I better get going. So I've hit the air start, and there's been the hell of this racket, and this bloke comes flying it. This bloke had parked his caravan right alongside where the air tank was on the mat, and uh, he uh, he absolutely cut crooks. So I've jammed in again and I've gone. <laughs> he reckoned his head nearly hit the roof. 
<laughs> I, I actually wait. I, I was I was terrible. I, I waited for someone to walk in front of the truck one day at a roadhouse and hit the ears up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can, why would you do that? Why would you do that yeah. to someone? Oh, good yeah. fun, mate. You know, some days why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Done that before. Done it heaps of times. Yeah. Uh, uh, so when when you subscribe, mate, if you if you're going to go and do that, um, yeah, that it won't be for the February one. That's nah. just coming out. It'll be for the one following. But I've yep. just sent a note to myself that I'm going to send you the third edition. Yeah, I've just looked you up here. I found where you, mate. Live. You're a legend. Found where you live, mate. So you've got. We'll have, the, we'll have the third edition coming your way. So. If you we'll, do want we'll to send you one, still subscribe, but it won't be the, for the February beef nah. or the next. Um, yeah. The next so you're going to use my bonus money and send him a three for free, are you? I've just. <laughs> he's, got, he's got two. I've just I've seen where he lives and everything. He sent me the third one. I'll send you the third one for free. So you sub yeah. subscribe and you'll get go yeah, from number four on. Get the other one in there. Unbelievable. So. That's me bonus money, gone, you know. I've already spent yeah, it. But actually, you you spent your bonus money already by having to repurchase microphone gear that your dog chewed up. That's right. I haven't, mate. Actually, I haven't actually repurchased it yet, but yeah, I know. I've got to, yeah. I've got to put money away in case I need tyres. Tyres when I get my gopher. Oh, <laughs> so you're, getting, you're getting a gopher or a new gopher? No, a. A gopher. Yeah, oh, mate, I'm getting the stage now. I can't drive. I mean, 77. I, I shoulders are buggered, everything's and yep. then I had my, I built them up a bit, but when I had my knees done, well, that was it. She was pretty well buggered. So, um, yeah, so getting up and down steps is a bit difficult, but yeah. But uh, my old Land Cruiser, she runs on gas. See, so, and what's happening in Millicent here, they're cutting, they're cutting our mobile gas, they're cutting our gas for cars. In Millicent, if we want to buy gas, they've got to drive to Mount Gambier, 65 k's, or maybe to fill up with gas. It's a bit, really? a bit difficult. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? 130 k's round trip to fill your car up. Fill my car up with gas because don't run on petrol. Mm. Unreal. Oh. Oh, well, <laughs> never mind. That's so the paper mill still runs down there, does it, at Millicent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, the road here, yeah. Yeah, bigger than ever, I yeah. would imagine. Yeah. yeah. I used to cart yeah, no. car wood chip into there. They were oh, what? Yeah. Done a roaring I, I used to cart wood chip into there. Hey? They yeah. were done a roaring trade through COVID. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but the trouble was. With during COVID, um, they're picking up all the stuff from out there, and uh, we had a shortage in Millicent. The trucks were going straight through. <laughs> <laughs> so you couldn't even buy toilet paper yeah. in Millicent, isn't that? Yeah. It was. It was ridiculous. Oh. The shelves were empty. Mm. Couldn't buy dunny paper in the place that makes it. No, makes dunny paper. Oh, look, we you know we lived <laughs> on the farm there. We had a major, major gas line. And a major fibre optic run through the farm, but we couldn't get gas, and our phone service was crap. Yeah, there you go. Mm. There you go. <laughs> so, there you go. Yeah. 
Right, oh, boys. Right, away. Well, thanks for calling. Great to have you on. Yeah, thanks, mate. I appreciate it. I might have a few more stories down the line a bit. So, um, all right. Well, we're that. always we're always here. Are you coming over to Croyd, are you? No, mate. I can't travel much anymore. All oh, right, I'm eh? pretty well buggered that way, and uh, and I've got a wife that I I got to look after. She's um, uh, she's pretty crook and. Uh, she had a brain tumour in 2010 and they gave her 12 months to live and she's still here. But oh, uh, right she's going all right, but she's, um, yeah, she had one of those real bad ones too, but they gave her 12 months and she's still here, so we're all, we're all positive, right. you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's good. That's good that she's yep. still about, mate. All right. Yeah, well, that's it. Great to get your contributions, mate, or, you know, no worries, every mate. week you're texting in here and sending yep. us some pictures, so. I great. will send you a bit of shit. Great to, <laughs> great to see, so please don't stop and. Um, nah. Yeah, All good. That next magazine will be on its way to you. Yeah, end of next week, mate. So, all right. Yeah. Thanks for no that. worries at all. all Thanks right. for that. Thank you. Yeah, I will. No worries. Right away. Oh, there you go. Wow. Mike, it just shows, you know, people everywhere are reading and listening. And yeah. It's good to see. Oh, it, it, it never ceases to amaze me, you know, the, the level of. Uh, interest there is in what we've been doing yeah I mean just just the way the the Facebook page has gone and mm. you know all that yeah no it's so. good fun and we're all having good fun here so it's yeah it's good to see so you were after a song from the Road Hammers I was yeah since you've been sucking a fair bit I don't I don't suck you reckon no you sure Probably. Anyway, I I don't concur. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? Anyway, you're biased though. Biased. Mm-hmm. Mm, very much so. But because you've requested, how's that? Does that sound better? That sounds better. Right, okay. I like that. I you like do, that better. Do a Road Hammer song here. East. Oh yeah. Eastbound and down. Does that? The uh, old Jerry Reed. Song. Well, yep, but done by the road hammer. So is that going to appease you tonight? That will appease me. Right, eh? Well, that will appease me. Not that I ever like to do anything to make you happy. No, I know. I will play this for you, eh? Thank you very much. Right, eh? Eastbound and down by the road hammers. We'll be right back, everybody. <laughs> Breathe. 
Sam Ike, there's your road hammers. Thank you very much. Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Yeah. You're happy Don't now? Do it. I am. Good to see. I am. Yeah. It's easier to keep me happy. Oh, I disagree. But yeah? No, just kidding. <laughs> some of my, uh, some of my um, contributors would think that I'm a little bit pedantic sometimes. Ah, well, you know. You know what they say? What do they say? If you can't be happy. <laughs> be sad. <laughs> no. no look, I, what's what's uh, the best one? I think the, the best one I, I, I like to live by is your opinion of me is none of yeah. my business. That's exactly right. Mm, so, yeah. It is. It you is. Got, you got to live by that. But I'll tell you, yeah, you just, you got to live to be happy. It's as, it's as well, simple as that, and you know sometimes if people don't like you, that's really their problem, eh? Not always yeah, yours. Well, yeah. I I used to spend a lot of my time wondering or worrying about what people thought, you know. Or I don't really care that much anymore. My filters are broken now. Mm. I, the only things I care about now are whether people like what we're doing with the magazine, but that's purely as a result of. You know, I want the magazine to be successful and there's more than just me involved in it, right? And it's um, more than a magazine too. And it is, and I, and I, I really do care about that. Mm. You know, and I, and I care about what, what Rose thinks and, you know, I, I care about what you what you and Colette think a bit, you know? A bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can handle if it's just me a bit, but Colette, no, just say it. I, no, no. I, 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 really I love, value her opinion. I, I do. I, re, I love Colette, mate. I do. She's uh, she's been very good to me. Mm, she's a trooper. Uh, yeah, she's made me bacon and eggs. Mm. And anyone that does that is uh, is been very good to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to dig what myself a hole. There. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to know. All, uh, I've dug myself a hole. Yeah. And you know what you've got to do when you start digging yourself a hole? Play a song. Or stop! Stop! Stop digging! Yeah. <laughs> right. Stop digging! Well, That's what you've got to do. That you've actually worked that one out. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh dear, dear! I tell you what, I I did a little bit of research the other day, mate. Mm-hmm. Um, on the Viking cruises, you know, you can go on the Viking cruises, mm-hmm. and I was I was getting. Hang on. No, I don't. The Viking Cruises. Well, Viking, you know, Viking are a cruise ship company. Oh, so we're saying a cruise ship, yeah, so like P&O. Yeah, so, but the Viking, Viking Cruises, I was doing a bit of research on Viking Cruises and I was sort of looking forward to the whole idea, mm-hmm. uh, but I've gone a bit cold on it now, the Viking Cruises. Yeah. Well, you don't actually get to go raping and pillaging. You don't, because it's not the no. cruise you thought you were going on. No, no. Right. So it no. was more like a pirate thing. Do you know, yeah. isn't it funny, in this mm-hmm. modern day and age, yeah. we actually have freight held to ransom on international freight routes with shipping mm-hmm. because of pirates. Mm-hmm. Pirates. Pirates. There's pirates at sea. Yes. Yeah. Who would have thought? Pirates. Who'd have thought there'd be pirates? Mm. Yeah. But it's still a thing. There's still pirates that actually take over freight vessels. Right. In international water. 
Well, that was what that movie with Tom Hanks was about, Captain Phillips or whatever it was called. I've never seen that. Have you? No. I'm a bit of a quick. I'll have a quick Google and I'll get the details for you. Oh, I know you do. I've seen the Tom Hanks one where he's stuck on a desert island on his own. Yeah. With Wilson. Never go anywhere with Tom Hanks. He's crashed an aeroplane. Oh. He um, landed it. He didn't crash it. All right. So anyway, keep going. He's been in this. He's been in this. Um, Captain Phillips, it was in 2013 the film was mm-hmm. and it was the story of uh, Captain Richard Phillips yeah. and the ship that was hijacked by Som- I think Somali pirates mm-hmm. Don't know them the, 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 the ship was the Maersk, Alabama Right, eh? It was called as a true story, pirates on board the ship and they you know, uh, Hanks played the captain anyway. Mm-hmm. So he's crashed the plane. Uh, yeah, he's been hijacked in a ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else has he done? Oh, he was, a, a, he was he was a child that was in a man's body. Big, that Big. was the movie Big. Yeah. yeah. But he is pretty funny. I don't know. Isn't it amazing you, you think of all the movies you've been in and you, and you actually can't name them? Let me, I'm just Googling Tom Hanks movies now. Well, you would now. I am now. He was in Grey. He was in Greyhound. I watched that. That was the story of the um, about the destroyer in the Second World War. Played the captain of a destroyer. Was he in Apollo uh, thirteen or not? He he was in Apollo so thirteen. The moon as well. Been to the moon. Cocked that up. Mm. He was, he was part of the Toy Story thing. He was in Saving Private Ryan. Oh, the Toy Story. Yeah. Was he Woody? Or was he, he was Woody. I don't know. I think he was. He was Woody. He's done like... He's done like... Do you know, 20- you know one day I was... We were at a, a service station, I think, in Cootamundra. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd chucked my boots on yep. with jeans and... the and the, the boots were like up over the jeans. Right, eh? And one of my kids at the time says, Hey, Dad looks like Woody with his boots like that. <laughs> so they they called me Woody for a little while. Woody? Yeah. Said a pair of like Thomas Cooks or Aaron Williams. I can't remember what they were at the time, but yeah. yeah. Funny kids, eh? Things they yeah. do. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a website on here that's rated the 28 best Tom Hanks movies, mm-hmm. which suggests that he's been in more than 28 movies. Well, that'd be he'd be rich then, wouldn't he? I suppose. Hey, did you see that uh, Powerball one went to 150 million? Yeah. Did you buy a ticket? No. Uh, what would you do with 150 million dollars? Well. I reckon, personally, you'd have a lot of friends. You'd, find, you'd, you'd have friends and family that you didn't know about, that for sure. Yeah. But anyway, personally, I reckon if I won 150, I'd only want about 50 for myself. Right. So I'd probably give 100 away. Right, eh? So, yeah, I don't know who to. There's got to be some good people out there. 
You buy a trucking company. Certain up. Nope. How to make a how to make a fortune trucking. Start off with a big fortune. Yes. Neighbour house in Cooter years ago when they stay, you know, like I think I think it was a five million dollar draw. Right. And that was huge, you know. And they yep. used to do this box pop thing, the newspaper, right. and they, yep. they caught up with him down the street, and they said, "Well, you know, what would you do if if you won the five million? Yeah. He said, "I'd just keep farming until it was all gone." <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, idea. It's true though, isn't it? It is, yeah. But I reckon I, I could, I could, um, I could spend a hundred million dollars on some pretty good stuff. 50, yeah. 50 just to set myself up a bit, you know. Yeah, I could, yeah. I reckon that I could buy myself a new Hilux with that. Right. Um, probably, I, I reckon, I reckon Colette would want a Range Rover Sport. Would she? Yeah. She's a bit partial to the old Range Rover Sports. Right, eh? Maybe a caravan or two. A caravan. Well, you're going to use one at a time. Yeah, but it'd be different purpose caravans. Um, right, eh? I'd buy myself a new 104. A new 104? <laughs> yeah. I would commission Kenworth to build me a new 104. You reckon they'd do it? Yeah, they'd do anything for money. No, I wouldn't actually. I'd just rebuild the old girl a bit more, make her a bit more Why? special. Why? It's already special. Hey, when you've got 50 million bucks, you can do whatever you want. Would you send it to Thorpe's or would you send it to West Coast Customs or where would you send, send it? Send it to West Coast Customs. I don't know. Yep. And I'd say you just, I'd give him a bit of a, yeah, get, do do this. But anyway, I'd do that. That's just that. shits and giggles. Um, but I reckon that's the 100, all I reckon the 100 mil, mate, I reckon the 100 mil that was left over, I would certainly spend on campaigns to improve the way we all interact on the road together. Yeah. How about that? I'd spend, I'd spend 50 million on wine, women and song and I'd waste the rest. <laughs> so, no, that was old John Law's thing, wasn't it? Was. Mm. Yeah. It was. I reckon, like, you could buy yourself, you, you could buy yourself a, a very nice house with a big shed out the back. Yeah. And, and, and I'd have, I'd probably have I'd probably have a couple of trucks, mm-hmm. but like to play with, not to just to sit in the shed. No, no, to drive around, to oh. play with, mm-hmm. like to tow, say, an information trailer or something. Would that be nice? That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? It would be, and uh, I'd have a, I'd have a, a, like have a pit in the shed that you could drive through and sort of get underneath and have a bit of a look. And, and then no, pay I'd, a mechanic to come and fix it. No. No. Because it wouldn't need fixing. No. And I'd have a proper studio. I think I'd do some, I think I'd, I'd, I'd do a little bit of travelling. I'd you know, pay the kids' mortgages, all the kids' mortgages out for them and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Make people, you know, make, make my family and friends' life a little bit more comfortable. I'd, I'd, get, your, I'd get your aerodyne done up for you. Oh. Yes, you would. So that'd be like some new LED roof lights and stuff. Oh no, no, I'd I'd I'd, I'd send it to uh, send it to wherever you wanted to send it to, and say, "There you go, fix that shit up." Oh, just steady on. 
It's come from a bloke that drives a Western Star, like, really? Uh, really? My Western Star, mate. You know, I, I've actually I, I've actually come to quite like that truck, you know? Yeah? Yeah. Mm. Because it, uh, it's got a lot more room in it than the 9 Oh, they do. They do. Bonnet's a, bonnet's a little bit shorter, but... <laughs> but Is it? Oh, it's yeah. still a... It's still a 4900 series, isn't it? No, no, it's a 4800. Is it? It's a little snub nose one. Snub nose with a big donk in it. With a, with a big donk. It's got the XE15 in it. Mm. Yeah. It goes like a train. Yep. So, how many Ks it got on it? 360 something. Is that all? Mm. Oh, so it hasn't even had its first rebuild yet. No, it hasn't had its first rebuild yet. Not far, not far away. But behave. Behave. Don't be, don't, be, don't be like that. No, it's just reality. Yeah. No, like I, I could imagine that winning a lot of money could do so much good. You could. I, I, I don't know whether it would make your life better or whether it would make your life harder. Mm. I really don't know. I mean, you, you read about people that win money on on shows and things, mm. and they reckon that it's made their life harder. There was a, there was someone I was reading about. They got they won all this. I think they won sixty or seventy. Uh, they won sixty or seventy thousand dollars, and they lost their pension because of it. Oh, really? That that sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. I've just had a text from Blondie when we were talking about that, and the first one was mm. Forrest Gump, which I don't know even what that means. Oh, that's Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's right. Oh, no. So, okay, sorry. Well, it's like sorry. a box of chocolates. Sorry, you never know what I'll you're going to get. Now I'll get that now. Yeah. And then she's got one Range Rover Sport. So one, one. So I don't don't know what that means. If you could buy, if if you were going to buy like a supercar, just having the shed, what would you buy? Commodore. A Commodore's not a supercar, dude. What what is it not then? I'm talking. Well, maybe I suppose if you if you were talking about a Monaro or something like that, like you want to go back in time a little bit more. No, like a high performance. Sports car. I'd buy one of those blue Group 3 VK Commodores. A, what, a Brock Special? Yeah. Yep. Okay. That's what I'd get. I'll tell you what, You're you worrying me. I went to Brisbane right. the other day, I think, as yeah. we went up to this... this um, anyway, I went to look at some stuff. Anyway, I went up at the brewery and had lunch. But I went mm. in a 300 Series Toyota Land Cruiser. Right. So anyone who's got any sort of issues that oh, I don't know about that because these V6s are just not a V8, mm. yeah, no, they go all right. <laughs> they they got everything that a V8's got except probably the tune on it, like the notes. Didn't we? Didn't didn't we rent a three hundred in Mallow Springs? Wasn't that a three hundred series we rented? No, that was a Prado, mate. Oh, was it? Shows how many drugs you're on up there, eh? Mm. No, that was a Prado, that one. Was it? Yeah. No. Oh, she meant I will have a Range Rover Sport, not one. Right. Still one, though. Still one. But yeah. anyway, yeah. But no, the new 300 series Toyota Land Cruisers, yep. they got some go in them. And apparently they've got, they got more power and torque than a bit on old V8. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So, 
they're also worth about 15,000 times more than an old V8 yeah, too. Yeah, probably. Oh, they're worth more. That's what they cost to buy. <laughs> Costs. Yeah. We also had um, Dave Hill trying to call in. Dave? Dave. Dave sent me a text earlier on. Yeah. Hmm. How about we bring Dave in? We'll go hot here. Why not? Go well, we've got 15 minutes. We've got 15, 15 minutes. Give Dave a crack. Or 12. As we stay, so we, we'll give him a call if he answers. G'day, Dave. Oh. How are you, mate? Hey, hey Greg. Hey, uh, what's your name? What's your other fellow's name? Oh, like Trevor. Mick. Mick. Uh, Mick. Michael or something like that. Trevor. <laughs> Yeah. We are live. Yeah, we are live, Dave. How are okay, you? Nice How are you yeah, good. Good. Southbound on the Pacific. On the Pacific. Ooh, Where on Macquarie. On oh, Macquarie. Right, eh? Yeah, right, eh? Yeah. Trying to hit the markets, or what are you doing at the moment? No, no, no. I've got to go to Melbourne. Yeah. Go to Melbourne? Mon- Monday morning. Yeah. Ah. Well, yeah. that sounds fair. So you've run, you've run <laughs> in. What do you got to talk to us about tonight? Who you organised those T-shirts? With a trucking life. Ah, uh, that was a bit of Yogi and a bit of Colette. Oh, man, aren't they good quality? Only the best, mate. We only do the only. best from here. You, you, you buy stuff online and along comes a T-shirt that is about as thin as you can get, lasts about a month. Mm. And that's, yeah, that, that's excellent. Thank you. I'll, so I'll, you've, I'll you've got one now that you can yeah. <laughs> yeah. probably outlast yeah, your magazines, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah certainly. I, I was just so pleased at how it came in, but mm. yeah. Anyway, um, I wanted to ask you just a cryptic question. We don't have to get too excited, but what's it? What do you know about reversing alarms, Michael? Um, I know that mine doesn't work at the moment, but go on. Right. What's a tonal re- reversing alarm? The what? tonal. Yeah. Very good. It goes beep 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 like that. <laughs> That's not bad. What's a what's a what's a broadband reverse alarm? A broadband one. I got a I got a feeling I'm being set up for something here. Oh, no, man. no, no. It, well, I, I, don't, don't, I don't know, mate. If you don't have a broadband reverse alarm, you get asked to leave the property. Oh, where's that at? Where's that? Say, but you, you, Craig, you, you on one of your well, a few weeks ago, you you were talking about it. And I thought. Oh man, poor fellas! Poor fellas! Took us three, three goes to get this load in. The second load, the second load, I put, I put it in there, backed in, opened the curtains up. Sorry, you, your uh, order number has expired. That's <laughs> it. You go. So to save anybody getting the belted the third week, somebody else took it in. There, yeah, right. Yeah, but we no, it'll remain nameless. But boy, I've, I've been to some places before that have been difficult. But these guys take take the they take first price. Oh, there's some classics yeah. out there, eh? Like, yeah, I don't even understand it anymore. We do we do bookings, we do time slots, we do all sorts of stuff, and you've got booking numbers, and then you've got rego numbers, and. All this sort of things, your booking number doesn't match your rego number, and yeah, surprise that we booked it in ten days ago, but we had to change the rego yeah. five times. But yeah, amazing, isn't it? So, it's, well, they rang up that morning, Thursday, 
Thursday I, I took it in. Thursday morning they were ringing up asking where their freight was. Mm. Thursday night, oh, like your order numbers expired. <laughs> yeah. I like the ones where they ring you and say, um, we're, we're just looking for your truck that's supposed to unload here this morning. <laughs> you say, well, he has already. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, we don't have that on record. So, well, I, I thought um, these places were getting quite good, but man, this was yeah. just ah. Um, so the reversing beeper thing. Yeah. How does that work? Which what what is the what's the what's the okay. audible one for this now? Well, you're supposed to have the whoosh whoosh whoosh. whoosh. Yeah, right. Whoosh That's whoosh whoosh. And I said to him, I don't understand what you're saying. But you answered, you answered it on the, the, the keypad when you came in. I said, what is a tonal and what is a broadband reversing alarm? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Right. Oh. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. I'll just say mine's Bluetooth. So. But then get this, that same guy that came out, the second he came out to the truck, I leave the lights on because um, I believe that that helps. Uh, the, blind, the, the the forklift driver not bash into the side of the trailer. Mm. Well, good luck with he, that. Yep, he came in. He came out and said, "You've got where's your other set of keys? Why is that, mate? Well, you've got your lights on. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've got the lights switch on. So I just believe it became quite a it became a personal thing in the end because I did give him a rev up outside um, when we they gave us forty minutes to get the first time we went there. They gave us 40 minutes to get back here with another truck. And we were trying to get back there and get it hooked up. And I was out on the road and he came and gave me a tune up. Because oh. I was standing on the road. Because I thought, oh, yeah, it's getting personal. Hey. Yeah. Some of it's crazy, isn't it? But yeah, the reversing alarm thing. So that's yeah. actually a question now, is it, when you go in somewhere to unload? Yeah. Yeah. What so, type, thing, what, so it's what, what type, type of. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I believe that uh, unless you're a frequenter of these joints, most of us are like me. What do you know? What do you, what do you, I said, I don't understand what you're asking. And I was genuine about it. And he yeah. thought I was pulling his leg. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so how far are you going to get to tonight, mate? Oh, my God. Oh. I said, might. Might. Yeah. Well, see, get you down yeah. to Melbourne early enough tomorrow then to have a bit of a rest. Oh, yeah. The, um, I, I just was going to say to you, you're talking about, you know, what's going on out here. I've noticed you're a lot more aggressive car drivers on the road now. I was, I witnessed a, I was in the outside lane going down the Gold Coast motorway in the roadworks, and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, things are pretty cool. Next thing a BMW pulls in front of me. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Drive in, I thought, well, yeah, okay, he must be waving. Out comes the shifter, Wolfka, straight into the side of the BMW, and the BMW turned direct right, direct left, and rammed him straight into the concrete wall. Wow. Yeah, and I thought, the worst time you could really want your dash cams to be in the truck, because I'd I'd, I'd only just started back to work. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy stuff, isn't it, eh? Oh, man, the always that's crazy stuff. Mm. No, not good. But just in people's, not people's good. general attitude of driving out here, I'm just going, wow, wow, this is not this is dangerous if you're going to start being aggressive with your vehicle. 
Yeah, it's one yeah. of those things. I just you know I don't know why people are in such a rush anymore. You know, yeah. take it easy. We, yep. It doesn't get you anywhere any quicker. If it does, it'll only be half a minute, and that's it. So, but anyway, Dave, we're we're coming up on the hour here. Um, it's been a good night. Thank you for that. No it's worries. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for joining us, mate. And um, well, no, Michael, just uh, you, you take care of your Michael when you're out there. I oh, will, mate. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, when Craig decides to, you know, do a bit of work here, yeah, you too, Craig. Mate, <laughs> I've, I've always decide how not to work. So, yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to be we're going to be we're going to be travelling down to Croyd the start of the week, and uh, it's going to be going to be interesting. It's going to be a great weekend down at Croyd yeah. truck show. Yeah, I might, I might sit in the passenger seat, let Blondie drive, and I'll take some pictures of some <laughs> angry motorists. Well, we'll be we'll be live on and off during the day on Australia Day, Dave. If you if you want to catch us or we'll have a bit of a listen, we're not going to have the uh, show on Wednesday night. We haven't we have a Wednesday night off because we'll be travelling. But um, yeah, Australia Day will be live, and I believe we I believe we're going to have a bit, of a bit of a live go on Saturday night as well. So we'll have a crack. And, yeah, have a good crack. It's great. Right, on, Dave. Good work. Thanks, good on you. thanks, good mate. Thanks, Dave. Dave. You love your t-shirts, and they are good quality. Glad you like your shirts, yeah. mate. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to get some more. So, thank cool. you again, eh? Right, eh? Thanks, right, mate. Good on you, mate. Cheers. Bye. There you go. go. If you want some good quality shirts, www.truckandlife.net.au. They are top quality, and that's what we do here at Truck and Life, eh, Mike? Yeah, that's right, mate. I know I've got a couple I wear, I wear them all the time. Well, I don't wear work shirts. I've got heavy track and life shirts. track and life ones. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. So, yeah. I suppose that's it. Are we wrapping it up now, are we? We we are. We're, yeah, coming up to 10 o'clock. Yeah. We, um, as we sort of said earlier, we will be all travelling on Wednesday. Um, yep. Heading down to Warrnambool or Coroit for Australia Day. So we'll be... Broadcasting on the Friday, uh, Australia Day is our first birthday. Yogi's coming across. Yogi's had the night off again tonight. They're down relaxing in their South Coast depot. Yep. I'll be enjoying a couple of beers, I imagine, and good luck to him. Um, But, yeah, no, we'll be our next appearance, Mike. We'll be Friday, Australia Day. Friday, Australia Day. Australia. So... Yeah. And uh, once again, thanks to Renko for sponsoring the show. You can give them a call on one three hundred seven three six eight two six if you need any transport equipment. Mm. And uh, yeah. yeah, thanks or for that, w- for Renko. www.renko.com.au. So it's been uh, it's been good to have you uh, have you on the show, Craig. Thank you. Oh, thanks, thanks Michael. Coming. Thanks, thank you for turning up as well. Uh, look. Anything, anything for you guys, you know. Yeah. So anyway, we'll we'll sign off. Thanks to the callers. Thanks to the callers. Thanks to the listeners. Thanks to the sponsors. Thanks to the supporters. And we'll talk to you all again on Australia Day. Yeah.
Indeed. Hello, I'm Sean Bindley. The entire east coast of Queensland is on alert to a potential cyclone brewing in the Coral Sea. Forecasters warn there's a significant risk that the system will impact the Queensland coast as early as Tuesday. If it does make landfall, it would be the second cyclone to hit the state in as many months. Far north Queensland residents are still cleaning up from Cyclone Jasper, which lashed the region just six weeks ago. A man has been arrested after two men were stabbed several hours apart in Sydney's inner suburbs. Witnesses say he opened the passenger door of a taxi and stabbed the driver in the chest in Redfern before running away. Police allege a food delivery driver also suffered stab wounds to the back several hours later. The two men are recovering from their non-life-threatening injuries. These locals say it's scary the attack unfolded in their community. Yeah, it's horrible. I mean, it's definitely...